7 o'clock. You know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Let me just tell you about Russia. Russia used to be a thing called the Soviet Union. Oh my God, you learn something new every day from this administration, don't you? Welcome to uh, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the Tuesday edition, broadcasting, (laughs) broadcasting live on RadioForHumans.com. And fellow humans joining me on the program, per usual, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome, Joe. And did you also know that Istanbul was Constantinople? Uh, I I did. Yeah. There's a song. (laughs) There's a song to that effect. Scranton is the Electric City, but the Electric City is shorted out. Oh, Because it's waterlogged. Russia was the Soviet Union. (laughs) <laughs> they might be giants rocks yeah that actually was a cover that, that, that was a, a somebody else did that song originally um and Istanbul, Constantinople. Yeah. yeah and of course rain from poor freedom's blog 80s music aficionado welcome back hi guys so uh yeah lots of stuff going on uh in the world i will i will I will tell everybody. I'm inhaling nasal spray. Oh, so. okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell everybody my terrible, sad story right now. I injured myself. Uh-uh. Flip-flops were the cause. And I don't uh-uh. know if I'll ever be able to wear flip-flops again. I skinned my knee while I was taking out the trash because it was wet. Oh. <laughs> and uh. my... <laughs> My my, my uh, left foot went out, uh, and then I went down on my right knee and left about a, a 50 cent size piece worth of flesh on my driveway. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh. And so I've got uh, this, and I'm fine. Otherwise, it's just so irritating because it's like right on my knee. So every time I bend, I feel like, oh, I'm tearing it open. I'm going to bleed. You know, it's, it, I mean, it is seriously in the grand scheme of things the tiniest, dumbest irritant. Uh, but you know, I just want to tell you that's the second time I've fallen wearing flip flops this year. That's why they call them flap. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so the 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 last time I told everybody about, it, I fell on my back uh, because I was oh. running up the stairs on the on the new sun porch, and um, my flip flop uh, didn't flip. It flipped when it should have flopped, or something like that, or it flopped when it should have flipped, and it and it. Uh, and I hit it, it flew off my foot kind of, and then I didn't land right on the step. So I like, woo, and I landed on my back, um, right in the dirt. Fortunately, not on the stones that I put out there. I think, uh, <laughs> wow. uh some foliage broke my fall a little bit, but that was, that was a few weeks ago. But again, and then I was downtown the other day when I was, and I was talking about running across the intersection and, and I'm wearing flip flops and I, uh, you know, I almost, you know, 
could have gotten killed in an intersection <laughs> if I would have if this flip flop would have gone. So so I'm really sad though, Rain, because it, you know this these flip flops have special significance. <laughs> Do you know why? No. Because I bought them at that Target Aww. near your house at your party oh. last year. Because I didn't have I didn't have flip flops, and they were so broken in. They're so comfortable, but man, they they really kind of smell bad now too. <laughs> so because <laughs> I have not them. I've not worn yeah I I do but uh, you know it, it, they're they're to the point where I've worn them for like four months straight and I haven't worn socks or shoes, so it's the only thing that touches my feet. So they're they're it's like. I think whatever material they were made of is now just like you know this. It, it's it's gone and it's been replaced by like dead skin from my feet. Oh, so, you know. oh <laughs> All right, I have two suggestions. That's disgusting. Baking soda and hydrogen peroxide. I have a better one. Lighter Newton. fluid in a match. Yes. <laughs> yes. Foomp. Or just I'm get, okay. get a. I'm glad you're okay. Cause I am. Cause somebody would have might would have would have. A horn and play taps and bury them in the backyard. Yeah, oh, that's good too. That's good too. Or maybe one of the black helicopters can take them away. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I'm telling you, your what. fire pit. It, yeah, that's true. That's true. So all valid options. Um. So, but no, I. No, you reminded me. You reminded me about a couple of weeks ago. In between, in between, during a break, I was like, "Oh uh-huh. my god, I got to move the sprinkler," and I ran out to the yard. Yeah, and I slipped and fell on my ribs. Yeah, I remember you and telling me that. And that was flip flops. That was yeah. I was wearing. Flip-flops. Well, I ordered some nice Dockers sandals that I'm going to give a shot from Amazon, um, and uh, so I'm I'm excited to to have those. They have straps that'll hold them on my feet. Um, right, I'm glad you're okay. They were, they were on super sale, so they were like seventy dollars sandals. I got them for half off. Uh, but but yeah, so I, I and I just want to tell everybody that because it's more self-deprecation than anything. It's not pity. I know everybody obviously there's a lot of people who have a lot of crazy shit going on in their lives. But I I, I just kind of like the slapstick of me hurting myself like I'm a five year old during this, you know. So <laughs> I fell off my bike and skinned my knee, <laughs> you know. So yeah, well, uh, you know, but progress report that my tick bite. Is now smaller. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Can you can yeah. you see, it was, still see its it molar? Like big... Can you still see the molar and incisor indentations? No, I got him. Okay. <laughs> but he left a big target on my my. It looks like a big target. It used yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. And uh, now the target's going away. Good. And well, I don't think I, I don't think I have Lyme disease. Uh, because that's he gave, great. Because they gave me doxycycline. <laughs> Hydroxychloroquine. Well, oh, that too. I have to okay. inject. Oh, God, you inject it with bleach. Yeah, yeah. sure. Little, uh, they give you little, a, a, a Lysol, Lysol inhaler. It's called uh, a cocktail. Uh huh. Cocktail. It's a. Yeah, the doctor gave me bleach, Lysol, hydroxychloroquine, and, and then some of those uh, lights that you uh, a string of like those LED lights you can put inside your. Uh, you just you know, but, but, your but. Anus, well, anus. you can start with your mouth and then like let it go through everything and then floss your whole body with them. Yeah, you, you know, get ultraviolet, <laughs> ultraviolet pills to swallow. Yeah, uh, we have yeah. fun. Damn deer ticks! Living in the Northeast is treacherous this year. Yeah, I got to tell you. Yeah, I 
you know, when you mentioned that in our chat, Joe, I got to tell you, I don't miss, I don't, there's, there are, there are things where like, I love living in New York, but deer ticks. Oh, nope. I don't miss that. And the little and bastards are so teeny weeny. Yes. You yes. can't see them. Yes, they are. <laughs> I mean, I knew exactly what you were talking about. And those deer, ugh. Yeah, they're not like regular ticks. A tick you can see crawling all over you. These little deer yeah. ticks, they're little, little bastards. Uh, they're like invisible. To itch. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked and I, I looked at my, my leg and I saw this target on my leg and I thought, hmm, that looks familiar. And I went on the internet and I looked at deer tick bites. And How long do you think it was like, there? It looked like somebody took pictures of my leg. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, uh oh, I better call a doctor. Yeah, yeah that's the problem with deer is because they can be there for a few hours. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. I just noticed I was scratching that area, and then I noticed I looked down, and there was this perfect circle mm -hmm. around my you don't have lines. around the center of a bite. And I thought that doesn't look right. No, that looks like something I saw on the internet. I've been poisoned. Said, Call a doctor. And yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad it's getting better. That's uh, that's yeah, it is. It is. But anyway, I, I thought, you know, I, I'll, I'll gladly share all my slapstick adventures as long as it doesn't involve anything too gruesome. So don't worry. I'm being very <laughs> careful with sharp things. Susan's keeping knives away from me for a while. So um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> not true. I cut potatoes for our uh, our uh, ham chowder that I'm working on right now. Oh, nice. I started it too late. So the potatoes are a little al dente. Um, but yeah, it's nice. It's got broccoli and corn in it, ham, potatoes, good stuff. Uh, so anyway, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Um, and whoo boy, there was an interview that came out, everybody. That's where I got, uh, this. Let me just tell you about Russia. Russia used to be a thing called the Soviet Union. Oh, oh really? Oh, shit. What? Yeah. <laughs> See, not Thanks many for people. History. Not many people know that. He reads a lot, you know. He does. Oh, good God. He's well read. Somebody, please punch him in the nads. Well, this That's interview. That's the mood I'm in tonight. John, I'll tell you what. I'm. I'm. I'm right there with you. Um, because we we are in. Uh, the, the, I mean, again, this is. I, I watched part of this. Axios, because this Axios interview with Jonathan Trump and Jonathan Swan was blowing up this morning. And I'm watching mm -hmm. it, and I'm like... Is this real life? I felt like that could have been... That could have been Alec Baldwin as Trump doing the interview. Yeah. <laughs> I really yet, felt that it, way. It wasn't. It wasn't. It I was know. real life. It was so petty, so gross, so ill-informed and ignorant and stupid... That I mean, it, it, he just wrote like fifty new ads for Biden. Thank you, uh, thank you, Trump. You finally did Amen. something good. Um, look at that! Look at that! You big dirty asshole. Um, and uh, yeah, I got it. And this one time at band camp, I stuck a flute in my big dirty asshole. But the whole time I'm watching this, I'm I'm watching this interview, and and Clinster, I, I I think it was Clinster mentioned this over on the Turner's page. He got it right, like the going through my head just about the whole time was. Shut up! Shut up! Oh my God! I don't care. That button's gonna get worn out tonight. Uh. <laughs> Because, you know, it, 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 of course, it starts with 
COVID talk, right? I have, I have uh, this whole interview broken down into 13 clips. I want to get to all of it tonight. Some of them are long, some of them are short. Um, but the, the first clip is basically uh, him patting himself on the back for being a fuck up. There's n- really no other way to put it. And yeah. And and it's 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 stunning. So this one's like four minutes long. I'll probably pause it halfway through. But let's let's uh, analyze. Over the years, I've heard you talk about your adherence to a philosophy called positive thinking. This is the mantra that if you believe something, if you visualize it, um, then it will happen. To an extent, I also think in terms of the downside. Right. Uh, I do. I've, I've been given a lot of credit for positive thinking, but I also think about downside because only a fool doesn't. To what extent do you think that that positive thinking mindset is suitable to handling the worst pandemic that we've seen in a century? I think you have to have a positive outlook. Otherwise, you would have nothing without a positive outlook. I think we've done an incredible job between the ventilators and stopping very infected people from China coming in, meaning putting the ban on China, which frankly nobody wanted me to do, practically nobody, because it was very early in January. Uh, then putting the ban on Europe, not an easy thing to do. When you put a ban on Europe, that's a big thing. Europe put the ban we would have on uh, probably lost hundreds of thousands of lives more had I not done that. And all of the experts, every one of them, not one of them wanted to do it. They thought it was too severe. No. Uh, three months later, they're all saying, I'm glad you did it. No. The criticism of you that, that is most prominent is about the communication. Is the public health experts saying that it needs to be based in reality. And they're saying that the wishful thinking and the salesmanship is just not suitable in a time when a pandemic has killed 145,000 Americans. And it's, it's that I understand what you're saying, that people need to hear positive thinking. But, you know, for the past five months, it's been the virus is totally under control. And the cases have been going up and the deaths have been going up. Look, look. But you've been saying it's Nobody under control. Nobody knew what... All right, let's go ahead and pause it right there. All right, so this whole positive thinking bullshit, the only positive thinking he does is, you know, he just dislocates his shoulder by patting him on the back, patting himself on the back for for doing nothing. Or I positively agree. I got great ratings. Everybody says what I did was incredible. And, you know, that's the only positive thinking that's going on is he thinks he's fucking awesome. He doesn't think America is truly amazing. He doesn't think America is truly great. I mean, his whole campaign is the negative. You know, make America great again. As it, when did it stop being great? Because for to me, it, it it got not great when we had the the Twitter toddler put his shitty ass in the White House. That's when it became not great. When he started appeasing dictators. And butchers and uh, alienating our allies and, uh, you know, killing farm jobs and lying about manufacturing, lying about infrastructure. Oh, yeah. Great. Longest infrastructure week ever. 2020 is. Um, (laughs) But I I mean, you know, this positive thinking, I, I, I appreciate Jonathan Swan doing that because he's he's roping Trump into thinking that this is going to be an awesome interview for him. Because he's like, oh, I've, this interview was really, really good. It, it, he took, yeah, he took it hook, line, and sinker. Everything Jonathan Swan set up. He did. Uh-huh. I mean, why is it the all, all the reporters with British accents seem to do better than the than the white guys without? 
The, 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 you know, it's like, you know, we have, we got to rely on women uh, reporters to, to ask the hard hitting questions most of the time, unless you're, you know, Jim Acosta and then Trump just hates Jim Acosta. So he won't do your fake news, your fake news, your fake news. And I'm a baby. Um, but where is this? I, you know, I, I appreciate him roping him in with that positive thinking thing. But that positive thinking thinking thing is uh, there's a word for it. Uh, it's Bullshit. A, yeah, that's what it is. Because yeah. it doesn't exist. He's the new Norman Vincent Peale. Yes. <laughs> that's that's it. That's so yeah. important, Joe, because yeah. that's exactly who Trump is channeling. Trump's father brought Donald Trump to the Vincent Peale sermons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I did, Norman Vincent Peale was huge in the 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm. Oh, his his uh, the power of positive thinking was mm-hmm. the name of his book. Yeah, and um, yeah, uh, yeah. My mother used to love re- reading his book, and he was like like mesmerizing. But he was a charlatan. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with the power of positive thinking. No, there was nothing wrong with his book, and and his book was fine, and it it uplifted people and everything. That's fine. But there's time for positive thinking. There's time for confronting a problem head on. Ex- Exactly. And then there is like this awful confluence of this this guy, Donald Trump, who is really a narcissist. He really is. He's a pathological narcissist, in my opinion. Yeah. He was using Norman Vincent Peale and what he tried to teach, whether it be good, bad, you can we can discuss that some other mm-hmm. time. But he is taking all of that all of that kind of particular cultish teachings and cranking to, it up to, to crazy and ripping it off the knob you yeah, know to, to to crank up his crazy and to make it into his beliefs yeah and which, and mm-hmm. and the positive thinking it, it's like it immediately goes by the wayside when it's about anything else other than his accomplishments his ratings his polls his you know the oh the the deaths are down. Oh wait till you get to that. That's, I got some. I got some audio slipped up. But all but, but all of uh, his positive thinking it, it goes no further than the tip of his nose. You know uh, because you know yes positive thinking about Mike Pence. You know oh oh Mike you've done a great job you've done a great job just because he licks his boots. Guys, or, I've got to drop out else. of the call. Okay, no problem. So. You know why? I love right. you. Bye. All right. Bye bye. So, um, but anyway, um, this is, uh, we're, we're, we're going to get miles on here, uh, momentarily. We'll, we'll bring him in after the break. Um, uh, but feel free miles hop in the, to the recording studio and you can join us whilst rain, uh, is on her call. Um, cause I know he wants, he's been champing at the bit to talk about some of this stuff too. So, um, Continuing with the clip, though, but this positive thinking thing, this, it, it's, it's bullshit. This thing was all about, this has never happened before, 1917, but it was a totally yeah. different, it was a flu in that yeah. case, okay? This is a but cold. The 1970- this, is, I, this is a cold. Cold, the common cold is a COVID disease, so it's never happened before? Yes, okay, it was the flu, this is a cold. A cold we've never seen before, a super, super deadly cold, super infectious cold, but shit like this has happened before. And there were ways to prepare for it. We all know what he did. We know what he didn't do. 
Anyway, I just needed to interject that. There's never been anything like this. And by the way, if you watch the fake news on television, they don't even talk about it. But you know, there are 188 other countries right now that are suffering, some proportionately far greater than we are, okay? As bad as we are. Very few. Some proportionately greater than we are. (laughs) Right now, right now, Spain is having a big spike. There are tremendous problems in the world. You look at Moscow, look at what's going on with Moscow, look at Brazil, look at these countries, what's going on. This was sent to us by China, one way or the other, and we're never going to forget it. Believe me, we're never going to forget it. And we were beating China at every single point. We were beating them <laughs> on trade. We were beating. We were making progress like nobody's ever made progress. Oh God! They had before the pandemic. They had the worst year, Jonathan, that they've had in 67 years. You really? know that with the tariffs and everything else I did. We were taking in billions of dollars. I was giving some of it to the farmers. The farmers mm-hmm. were doing well because I was targeting. Mm-hmm. They were targeting the farmers. I was targeting You were targeting China. the farmers. We were doing good. Then all of a sudden the game changed and I had to close it down. I closed down the greatest economy ever in history. I, well, wait. Yes. And then I closed it down and now we're opening it. And we say, by the way, by closing it down, we saved millions of lives. If we would have gone to herd and we knew very little about the disease. <laughs> gone to herd. If we would have gone herd, we would have lost Millions of people, millions of people. One person's too much. We're at 140,000 people. One person is too 57. much. One person's too much. We're at 140,000 people. Well, this One is person a few is too ago. much. We're at 140. We would have lost millions of people. And those people that really understand it, they, they really understand it. They said it's incredible the job that we've done. And again, I bring who, it up. Who the says ban, that? The ban. Banning China from coming in, but it was already—it was already in here. What's by the it? time it was already here, <laughs> it was already here, and also yeah. for Trump. Uh, yes! Shut up! Oh my God, I don't care. So uh, Miles is on with us now. So thank you for for subbing, Miles. Uh, you're welcome to stay uh, up until uh, Rain gets back with us. But um, I mean, what what a catastrophic interview, Miles. <laughs> it's a schadenfreude moment that's for sure he he cannot not compliment it, it's people taking pleasure in your pain you triggered me there go ahead i i sorry about that he has to compliment himself by he does it two ways one he says look at how good we're doing everyone says i'm doing great and two he puts everybody else down. Look yeah. at look at how bad everybody else is doing, and therefore that props him up. He's always making the comparison to others, and he's always saying, "Oh, look at everyone saying what a great job I'm doing," even though, yeah, it's either sycophants or it's a lie. There's that power positive thinking, Joe. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Norman Vincent Peale would be so proud of his apostle. Yeah, um, yeah. A couple things wrong with what he said there. Uh, first of all, I'm glad Jonathan did uh, point out that uh, by the time he put the ban on, it was already here, so irrelevant. And second, I think um, after he put on the ban, 40,000 people came from China after the ban because the ban wasn't like complete. He allowed some people to come in with the virus. Yep. And... Um, you know, by, back then he was worried about numbers because he didn't want the people to get off the ship in California, remember? Yes. Mm-hmm. 
because they were going to make his numbers go up. I'd rather them stay on the ship. Uh, they're telling me they should come off the ship, but uh, if it was up to me, I'd leave them on the uh, ship because they, they're going to screw up my numbers. I remember people coming back into the country and the government sending... They didn't send the CDC people. They sent like FEMA storm recovery people to welcome them back. And they had, they were not equipped with, you know, the proper protection. And, and they, and they just, <laughs> it was a total foobar. Well, I mean, well, and look, it, you know, they, they fired the guy from the Navy who tried to sound the alarm yes. on it. I mean, mm-hmm. every, every step of the way was a, 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 a clusterfuck. Mm-hmm. He was. When was his rally? Was it the March rally? Yep, March second. Yeah. Nothing mm-hmm. happened in February. February was the lost month. We always talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, he talks about the great ban, the China ban, the China ban, the China, which is bullshit because all kinds of people were let back in without being quarantined or tested or anything like that. You know, tests were refused. Um, the, the pandemic response team was gutted, which is true. I know a bunch of right-wingers want to say that it was, that was debunked. It was not, um, you know, there might be elements that, that, you know, got confused, but no, you know, and, and again, what, what did they do? Oh, we blamed Obama for not giving us stuff we needed three years ago. And he even brings up that they didn't leave a vaccine for him. You know, to a certain degree. I mean, to a certain degree, he is. It, that's a little hyperbolic on my part, but he's kind of implying that there was no vaccine for us. We'll get to that in, in the in the clip where that happens. But I mean, it, it's 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 mind numbing. It's truly mind numbing. What he say? You know, he, he he was saying he shut the back door, but he left the front door open. Yeah. Exactly. That's what he did because they were coming into LaGuardia. They were coming in. You know, they were coming into New York. Absolutely. From Europe, where it was already spread and Italy was in trouble, and we were letting people come here in the front door. And I bet you anything. I'm not saying that California is the back door. No, don't give me. I wouldn't be surprised if, if uh, countries in South America are saying that it's the United States virus, like the way he says China virus. I you said know? he's going to get that wall, and Mexico is going to build it because they're going to build it on their side. Yeah. Yeah, really. So, I uh, mean, there's, there's already places that have. Americans can't go. Oh, Canada. They, yeah, I think and the Bahamas. A, and there's a continent. Let me. What? Let me think. Oh, Europe. Yeah, Europe. Yeah, Europe that too. The whole so European Union. But anyway, yeah. we, we're gonna we're gonna have to go to the break. Um, and, but yeah, I mean, seriously, this is um, this this interview. I I couldn't believe it, and I wish I would have gotten the very end, but I didn't. But it, it, Trump was like, "Thank you." It was a great honor. Thank you so much. Thank you. I think he felt like a whipped dog at the end or something. Because Jonathan Swan was just like, sorry, I'm not promoting dog violence. Um, you know, uh, but he, he, he seemed like uh, he was just beaten or something. It, I don't know. Or he thought it went well. It, I mean, <laughs> this is fine. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think he thought he, he had great rebuttals to everything Jonathan Swan said, I don't think he realized the idiot he made him. 
did did you I I I did you already cover the part about um we, we only got to one clip the paper we only got okay. one one clip done so far so what what was it the what oh yeah the pieces of paper's coming up yeah that okay uh, oh okay. my god yeah you had a tweet for that <laughs> yes <I did. laughs> so uh anyway uh we're gonna go ahead and go to the break uh, Miles is gonna hang on with us as long as uh uh. uh uh, as long as rain needs um, to uh, take her phone call and whatnot. So we'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night. And of course, uh, Tricycle will be joining us in hour three. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody, for walking more.
I could kiss you in the mouth. Boys and girls, your attention, please. Presenting a new exciting radio program featuring the thrilling adventures of an amazing and incredible personality. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Paul's Memory Bank. This is Paul B., and I'd like to invite you to my show every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Radio for Humans. I'll present classic Golden Age Superman radio adventures and hand-picked old-time radio comedy episodes. Out of these clothes, it's Superman's turn now. Right now, I've got three times as many muscles as anybody else in the world. <laughs> and every one of them has a toothache. How do you manage to get into all this trouble? Oh, I don't know. I guess I just know the right people. <laughs> You'll be on the edge of your seat and laughing your head off all at once. Paul's Memory Bank, only on Radio for Humans. Radioforhumans.com. Hi, this is Kenny Pick, and you're listening to Radio for Humans. Has anybody told you how good-looking you are lately? Well, they should. Oh, my good gracious me, look at that. Radioforhumans.com. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! What a worst, it's showtime. It is showtime. I love Kat's comment. She says, Trump, after that interview, nailed it like Ivanka. <laughs> Oh boy, uh, that's uh, that's uh, uh, yeah, uh, shot worthy for sure. Uh, anyway, welcome back to the program, Joe Santos of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello, Joe. There he is. We are water. We are waterlogged. What? This the storm came through here, left three and a half inches here today. Oh my God! That's yeah, we've got bargain. inundated. I yeah, can't we- pronounce it though. I can never pronounce that hurricane. Uh, I think it's, um, oh, uh, I, I remember the name, the, the hurricane. Hang on one second. Um, it is, uh, I think it's this. Yosemites, Yosemites. Yeah. Hurricane <laughs> yeah. Yosemites. Yosemites. <laughs> uh, and of course, Miles Lagon, Port St. Lucie, also uh, from, also heard on, uh, Geeky Gals and Guys every Sunday, 7 to 10 p.m. Oh, Eastern, God. right here on Radio for Humans. Welcome back to you, sir. Thank you, thank you. Glad to be here. Well, uh, gentlemen, I, I say we get right back into it because I have another uh, <laughs> twelve clips from this, <laughs> and uh, this is going to start getting into the territory that Miles wants to talk about the uh, <laughs> the the charts and the papers and the rustlings and and um, and um, lessons not learned. By the time it was already here. Like by the time you banned China, it, it came was, in yeah, through you. Nobody knew the extent. Nobody knew how contagious. I'm not, it I'm not, was. But no, the question is, Mr. President, maybe China knew. by June, we knew things were bad. And you know, the last time I was with you was the the day before your Tulsa rally in the Oval, and you know, you were saying big, huge crowd. It was indoors. By the way, these people they listen to you. Big, excuse me, Jeff. Yeah. We had a 19,000-seat stadium. First of all, we had 12,000 people, oh, not 6,000, which you reported, another paper report. <laughs> you couldn't even get in. It was like an armed camp. Why would you have wanted that? 120 Black Lives Matter people I understand, people but why there. would you have wanted and a huge Tulsa, crowd? So? Excuse me, wait. 
and Tulsa. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pause it right there because bullshit, 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 bullshit on that. Bullshit. It was like an armed camp of 150 Black Lives Matter people. An armed camp. What were they armed with? Signs? You big baby? Facts. No, no I think facts. I think they had T-shirts too. Oh my goodness! Oh, it's a symbol of hate. Um, <laughs> the, the T-shirt. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, there's some hate going on with a lot of us uh, who support Black Lives Matter, and it has a lot to do with you. Um, but I, I mean, it, it was like an armed camp. What an evil, despicable lie he's telling about a peaceful movement. It's disgusting. It, it's it's really just a distraction tactic to get the uh, interviewer off. Is, you know, yeah, all it is. yeah, you're right, but still, it's. I mean, to to be that that uh, that disgusting and lie about hmm? a peaceful movement is is it's evil. It's pure evil. Um, but anyway, continuing the very good area at the time. It was a, an area that was Cases pretty much stopped. over after after a month later. Little it started full. going up. That's a month later. But Tulsa was a very good... Oklahoma was doing very well as a state. It was almost free. Uh. It spiked a month later, a month and a half, two months later, but it was a good area. We had a tremendous crowd. We had tremendous response. You couldn't even... It was like an armed camp. You couldn't even get through. You couldn't get anybody in. But I'm, I'm we had 12,000 people. It was incorrectly reported. The other thing we had that nobody wants to talk about, so Fox broadcast it. It was the highest rating in the history of Fox Television, Saturday night. It was the highest rating. Mr. President. My speech, well, wait a minute, you're you're saying something. Yeah. That speech was the highest rated speech in the history of Fox Fox Television on Saturday night. And nobody says that. I think you misunderstand me. I'm criticizing your ability to draw a crowd. Are you kidding me? I've covered you for five years. You draw massive crowds, you get huge ratings. I'm asking about the public health. And I canceled another one. I had to cancel it. I have a great crowd in New Hampshire, and I canceled it for the same reason. But here's the question. You know, I've covered you for a long time. I've, I've gone to your rallies. I've talked to your people. They love you. They listen to you. They listen to every word you say. They hang on your every word. They don't listen to me or the media or Fauci. They think we're fake news. They want to get their advice from you. And so when they hear you say everything's under control, don't worry about wearing masks, I mean, these are people, many of them are older people, well, Mr. President. What's of control? Yeah. Under the it's giving them a false sense right of security. Now, I think it's under control. I'll tell you what. How? A thousand Americans are dying a day. They are dying. That's true. And you ha- it is what it is. Oh, my God. I mean, we are doing everything we can. <laughs> it's under control as much as you can control it. This is a horrible plague that beset us. You really think this is as much as we can control? Uh, well, a thousand I'll deaths you, a day? I'd like to know if somebody, first of all, we have done a great job. We've gotten the governors everything they needed. They didn't do their job. Many of them didn't, and some of them did. Someday we'll sit down. We'll talk about the successful ones, the good ones. Look at that smile. Yeah, the you The good do ones that. and the bad. We had good and bad, and we had a lot in the middle. But we had some incredible governors. I could tell you right now who the great ones are. I'm sure you could. And who the not-so-great <laughs> ones are. But the governors do it. We gave them massive amounts of material. Oh, God. But seriously, the, the takeaway from that is this. A thousand Americans are dying a day. They are dying. That's true. And you ha- it is what it is. Yeah. It cool. is what it is. Gonna have dies. You know? Gonna have dies. It is what it is. Yeah. Another another tactic of Trump you'll, you can hear is the... Just imagine how much worse it would be if somebody else was in charge. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's, he, that's his, if I wasn't in charge, my God, things would be just so much worse. You should be grateful that I'm here. Yeah, you, you should be grateful I perform for you. Know it's like you know, leave Brittany alone. You should be grateful <laughs> she, she performs for you people, you bastards. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's it is what it is. A hundred and forty thousand people at the time of the interview because it was done in late July. But we had another 17,000 people die. Yep. Since the interview. Yep. Well, probably more. Probably more. So they should probably stop testing and then no more people will die. Yes, the testing. That's, yes, exactly. Testing is causing more cases, therefore more deaths, right? Yes. That makes sense. Pre tests cause pregnancies, all that. Yes. Yeah, totally. exactly. The best um, line I heard. Was I think uh, Brianna Keeler says, "Yeah, if I didn't take that pregnancy test, I'd still have a two-year-old boy at home." Yeah, you know. <laughs> but, but just, really just let this sink in. Just, just I mean, the the gravity, the raw ugliness and dismissal mm -hmm. of one hundred and forty thousand people dead. A thousand Americans are dying a day. They are dying. That's true. And you, ha it is what it is. Hey, Trump! Fuck you! Yeah. That is such a lack of empathy. It's just pure dismissal. He's just, just sidestepping it. Yeah, whatever. Well, now we get to the testing, guys. <laughs> the testing. So, and the testing goes on. It's uh, I, I've, I've categorized these as uh, testing part dope, testing part duh, and testing part twit. So this is uh, testing part dope. Uh, I mean, it, 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 three clips about testing. He won't let go. It's like a chew toy for him. He says he's like Sharky with the knife. <laughs> or an AR-15. Yeah. <laughs> he's like Sharky Sharky with with his weapon. Well, Trump's weapon is uh, the testing. Oh, just God, it's so awful and stupid. And again... I'm watching it and I'm like, it. I, I got. I'm like it, cleaning my glasses to make sure it's not Alec Baldwin. <laughs> it, it, you know, it, it felt like it was part of a mockumentary. You know, I mean, I was expecting mm -hmm. Borat to come out and go, "My wife" or something. You know, <laughs> I, I mean, it, it was it was insane. So, um, but you know, and. And I uh, something else I, I want to mention too. I don't know if I got to mention it on last Friday's show. There was a really great um, uh, uh, quote that I posted from a journalist uh, from uh, I think the New Yorker. Um, yeah, I'm fairly certain she's from the New Yorker. But let me. Uh, this is Susan Glasser. You don't have to yeah, be surprised. Yeah. You don't have to be surprised to main, maintain your sense of shock. And that's right. what I've been trying to say for a very long time on this show, because I would stop myself and say, I'm not surprised. You know, I'd say, oh, my, you know, you know, he surprised me today. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised he'll do something awful. So so she nailed it. She, she crystallized my thoughts on it. You don't have to be surprised to maintain your sense of shock because this is all very shocking. But not surprising. Not at mm -hmm. all. So that that's like my new motto, uh, you know. Thank you, Susan Glasser. Um, but uh, yeah, so so here it is. It, so we're getting into the testing. The, the, I mean, again, 
from you know i mean again spinal tap quality uh of you know obliviousness here you know mr president you changed your message this week in terms of you cancelled the jacksonville convention you said wear a mask you're saying you know that it's going to get worse before it gets better it's not something you like to say i know you said that the By big the way, question not get worse like the original flow you understand that but well, i hope not now if you look uh, Arizona is going down. If I could just finish my question. Texas is going down and Florida is going down. No, it's not. The question is, are you <clears> going to, even some of your own aides wonder whether you would stick to that message until election day, whether in a week or two you won't say, right, we've got to reopen again. We, got, we can't do this stuff anymore, that you'll get bored of talking about the virus. Okay, I want to I pause it here because what's really important about this is if somebody asked me, are you going to change your mind in a week on what you think right now? I'd be pissed. I'd be pissed because I'm firm in my beliefs, right? You know, oh, how are you going to feel about that next week, Ken? You're going to change just because, you know, the, the wind blows one way? He's fine with the question. He's totally fine with the question. Because he knows he may not be thinking the same two exactly. minutes from now. There, there's a reason... Why Trump uses the words probably a lot, mostly, all these vague words. There's a reason he does that. And that's to give Grant himself wiggle room to instantaneously. Oh, nope, yeah. I didn't say that. I mean, you know, any other politician uh, would would be, you know, they'd say, no, I, I stand firm on this position. You know, if in, uh, they would say something like, look, if things drastically change and, you know, you know, it's, I hate giving Trump advice because I know he doesn't listen to the show. And it's like, you know, this is just common sense for toddlers. You know, I mean, it's like, you know, no, we'll see what happens. But I'm pretty firm in my belief right now. But, you know, but then again, it, his response here is, is dumb too. go back to that no, sort of I'm cheerleading. Not, I, never bored. I never get bored of talking about this. It's too big a thing. And again, so I we never stick to that message by China. It should have been stopped by China. And it wasn't. But now it's here. We have you're it the here. And I think I'm you're very consistent. No, this is a very serious thing. Do you think I, we have 140,000 people at this moment? It's a very, very yeah. serious situation. And what you have to do is handle it the best it can be handled and again i'm working with the governors mm. i got them tremendous right. amounts of equipment that they would have never gotten jonathan <clears throat> they wouldn't have equipment now if i didn't get it when can you commit by what date that every american will have access to the same day testing that you get here in the white house well we have great testing we're doing and and by what other people do let me explain the testing <laughs> We have tested more people than any other country, than all of Europe put together times two. We have tested more people than anybody ever thought of. India has 1.4 billion people. Okay, the reason why you're, we're testing so many people is because it's fucking all over. It's all over the place because of the dumb bastards who you told to liberate their states, the dumb bastards who are going out to bars, to pool parties, to your, you know, your little parties to kill Herman Cain. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you know, and, and, you know, and maybe to some degree, but I have heard nothing uh, about it that, you know, possibly some of the demonstrations uh, people might have gotten sick from that. But I see a lot more mask at those than I do anything else, you know, uh, but, you know, this is because he can't handle 
all any of the crises that are going on right now. He can't control his people. He changed his message on masks. I still see bastards out there not wearing masks when I'm out in public. State mandates, you know, stores don't care. They're not going to enforce it. You know, and we have we have uh, 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 you know, speaking of flip flops, worse, way worse than my smelly old flip flops. We got this asshole. Going to get more more than just a skinned knee from Trump. Um, but um, but yeah. So, did somebody want to say something before I finish the clip? It's. It, I'll just say that this uh, this reporter's not doing a bad job. He's. I mean. You can only piss off Trump so much before he'll just say, that's it, interview's over, you know, but he is holding his feet to the fire for a lot, you know, and Trump's, Trump, you can, you can just hear Trump floundering, just trying oh. to, just, uh, uh, yeah. I love yeah. it. Uh, Joe, anything before I get back to the clip? No, go to the clip. All right. They've done 11 million tests. We've done 55, it'll be close to 60 million tests. And, you know, there are those that say, you can test too much. You do know that. Who says no. that? Oh, no. Just read the manuals. Read the books. Manuals. Read the Ma books. Manuals. Read the books. What books? What testing does? Who, no, no, sorry. Shows, wait a minute. Who said? Let me let me explain. What testing does? It shows cases. It shows where there may be cases. Here we go. Other countries test. You know when they test? They test when somebody's sick. That's when they test. And I'm not saying they're right or wrong. Nobody's done it like we've done it. We've gotten absolutely no credit for it. But we've come up with so many different tests. The only thing that we have now is some people have to wait longer than we'd like them to. We it's want a big a, problem. We want point to point. We want to have a five minute to a 15 minute right. test. When and do we you have, think? And like many others. Every American. I understand we're close to 50% where it's point to point test. We are making thousands of instruments, thousands of tests right now, tens of thousands that can be distributed to various parts of the country. But you have to understand, and we've even sent some of them to other countries where they had a big problem. Jonathan, almost 50%, in fact, I think the number might be over, is immediate testing. The other's tough. You take a test, you have to send it to a laboratory. Let's say that takes a day, let's right. say it's a day. It's difficult. You know, so it's three or four or five days, there's nothing you do about that. But when do you think we'll have it for I everyone? think that you what will day? have that relatively soon. I mean, again, what does that mean? you already have half. Yeah. Uh, I would much rather get back to you because I don't okay. want to have you That's right fine. in one month. <laughs> That's fine. I didn't make it, I missed it by yeah, a day, and it's it. a headline. Oh, I don't want to look bad, so I'm not going to say anything. Power of positive thinking, asshole. <laughs> that is consistent with Trump leaving himself an out. Hey, Miles, read the books. Read the books. In the pamphlets well, and the, the coupons. Pamphlet. <laughs> Let me explain. <laughs> the handbills. Read the handbills, Miles. Read the paper. Okay. Read the paper. Quit asking me tough questions and just read the stuff that I don't have in front of me and that I'm not going to tell you what they are. Read the books? Read the books. Manual. I know big words. Oh, my Lord. Uh, this is... This is... It, it, it's a bizarro world. I, I mean, it, you know, the te if, if we... The, the reason we have more cases is because we're doing... Oh, oh, my God! Some people say you'd contest too much. Yeah, he, the, he the go, reporter could yeah. have asked, "Who said that?" Well, he does. I mean, you know, he, 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 he did. Person. Name one person. 
that yeah. said that. He he did. And then he goes, look, look, let me explain. Read the books. I mean, he he has no answer for anything relating to the pandemic. I mean, he has answers for other stuff. They're dumb answers. But he has no answers. He has no understanding of the science. He has no understanding of, of anything except, I did something good. You better be nice to me. Did and you see the promo picture for this uh, interview? Uh, I'm I'm sure it's a lovely one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, Jonathan the, Swan just <laughs> hell the oh, mouth of oh. hell opened up beneath Trump. <laughs> yeah, so it's that's Jonathan Swan under there. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah. So let let's get to the next one because this one I think Miles is the one you're talking about because uh, this is this is uh, testing part duh. Um, and, uh, it's, it's something. Mr. President, I want to talk about the, the federal intervention. He just was going to change the subject. He was just going to let all that shit ride, right? Jonathan Swan is ready to move on. Here, federal intervention in Portland. He wants to talk about that. Nope. Mr. President, I want to talk about the the federal intervention. Excuse me, one yeah. thing I would say about yeah. testing. Because we test so much, oh, we show yeah. cases. So we uh, show many, many cases. We uh-huh. show mm. tremendous number of cases. I know you're sure. smiling when I say no, that. No, but, but come on. I mean, I've no. heard you say this. Other but countries don't <laughs> test like we do. Just, so oh, they don't show cases. Just a couple of points on that. I wasn't going to continue on the testing, but you said it. So <laughs> We're testing so much because it's spread so far in America. We're testing we so s- much because we had the ability to test. Okay. Because we but, came up with tests. South Korea. Jonathan, we weren't even, we didn't even have a test. When I took over, we didn't even have a test. Now, in all why, fairness, why would you there have a was test? no test The virus for didn't this. exist. How would Jeez, you have a test? I was say, okay. There was no test for this new. No we shit. We didn't have a test because there was no test. Of no shit. In a very short order, we got one test, we got another test. It was broken another. the first Many one. of those tests are now obsolete because we've, right. you know, it's called science and all of a sudden <laughs> something's better. <laughs> because we tested so many people, 55, 60 million people very soon, we get cases. You test, some kid has even just a little runny nose, it's a case. And then you oh report many cases. So we look like we have more cases than massive countries yeah. like China, which by the way, doesn't report, as you know. Well, I, I, I don't put any stock in China's no, no, figures. No, the point is, yeah. the point is, because we are so much better at testing than any other country in the world, we show more cases. I, the, the figure I look at is death, and death is going up now. Okay, no, and it's no. a thousand a day. If you look at death, yeah, it's going up again. Let's look. daily death. Take a look at some of these oh, charts. Oh, here I we go. To, let's, we're going to look. Let's look. Let's at look. Death. And if you look at death, yeah. Her, I did my homework, Mr. Interviewer. Well, right here, the United States is a picture of an elephant. In <laughs> Numerous categories uh, were lower than the world. Ah! The lower world. than Europe. <laughs> lower than the world. <laughs> the world. Right here. That's pretty low. Here's case death. 
Oh, you're doing death as a proportion of cases. I'm talking about death as a proportion of population. Thank That's you. That's where the US is really bad. Well, well, Much worse than South Korea, Germany, what? etc. You can't, you can't do what? that. You, you to, can't you do that. <laughs> you have to go by where, look, here is the United States. Oh my you have God. to go by the cases. The cases. Why not as a proportion when of population? When we have somebody, what it says is when you have somebody that yeah. has, it, where there's a case, oh, okay. the people that live sure. from oh. those cases. It's surely a relevant statistic to say if the US has X population and X percentage of death of that population no, versus South Korea. No, you go by the cases. Well, look at South Korea, if, for example. 51 million population, 300 deaths. It's no, like, it's you, crazy you compared to know that. I do. It's you on don't the, know it's that. Do, you think they're faking their statistics, uh, South Korea? I, I, I won't get into country? that because they have a very good relationship yeah. with the country. But you don't know no, that. Funny. And they have spikes. Yeah. Look, here's Germany, one. Germany, low, 9,000. Here's one right here. United States. You take anyway. the number of cases. Okay. Look, we're last. Meaning you take the last, number of cases. You divide it by my ego. And then you put sprinkle on a little kofefe and eat a hamburger. And we're the lowest in the world. We're, we're yeah. smaller. It, oh, my God. And Jonathan Swanson, well, yeah, but you're holding that upside down. Yeah. <laughs> look, look at all these pieces of papers I had printed that I didn't have when I was talking with Chris Wallace. And I yeah. look like an idiot. But now I look smart because I have papers and I'm waving them at you. And you're not. Stop trying to make it about the stuff I'm not wanting to be about. So he didn't have to, to haul Kaylee McEnany in to get get <laughs> the charter. Get the charter. <laughs> it was a compact, oh. not a charter. Um, uh, but he reads a lot, everybody. Don't worry. Uh, and he's going to he's going to let us know how much he reads uh, shortly. But yeah, he doesn't even I, know how to I, hold a chart I, the I, right I'll, side up. Yeah, I love that though. Read, uh, you have your tweet in front of you, Miles, about this because it, it was worded so beautifully. Yeah. So, uh, but no, Miles sent this tweet out, and it was just an absolute masterpiece. Uh, uh, yes, here we go. Uh, obviously, at real Donald Trump learned in in quotes his lesson from the Chris Wallace interview as he had uncontestable facts in his hands for the Axios interview. What could go wrong? Yeah. Wow. So, that was when I saw Trump waving those papers around, it immediately made me think about the Chris Wallace interview about how when Chris Wallace was challenging him, he said, whoa, let me just bring these facts to you and we'll show you. Of course, that didn't go quite as well as he planned. And, and the thing is, those, 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 you know numbers that they're cooking to make it look favorable you know you can you can put a spin on math one way or the other yeah. to make it look like you're doing something right but you can't take you know the 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 percentage of the population the mortality rate of the percentage of the population you can't say you can't do that yes you absolutely fucking can do that that's what we, you know that the <laughs> you can't do that well, you can't do it. You you can't do it, Trump, because it makes you look like a big worthless pile of shit. Because you are. You can't do that because that won't get me reelected. You can't do that. Yeah. Uh, so it's like it's like going to school and saying, "Here's my here's my trig homework," and the teacher looks at you. This is a calculus class. But here's my trig homework. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, all right, we're going to continue on this and talk about my black helicopter experience when we get Trisec on. Uh, but yeah, with lots more of this interview, and it is it is it is delectable to me. I, I I have not seen. I know it might be infuriating to hear some of the things that Trump says, but Jonathan Swan, 
takes him to task a lot, a lot more than a lot of other American uh, male American journalists will do, because he won't sit down with a woman for an interview like this unless it's on Fox News. You know that for a fact. Um, or an Afri- a, a person of color in an interview like this. So uh, uh, we're going to go ahead and go to the break. Uh, when we come back, Trisec will be joining us. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com And now, on with the show. Let me just say about Russia. Russia used to be a thing called the Soviet Union. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare Prepare to make make computer to computer contact. That is an easiest idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Oh. Yeah, interesting is one way one way to say it. Welcome back to Turn Up the Night, the Tuesday edition for 8-4-2020. And of course, joining me as always on the program, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello. Hello. Yes. <laughs> and of course, uh, subbing for rain uh, it, it went, until when and if she she makes it back to the show. Miles, Port St. Lucie, welcome back, sir. Thank you, sir. Great to be back. Yeah. Here. And yes, excellent. And last but not least, our Tuesday co-pilot uh, who might know something about helicopters, <laughs> uh, Trisec <laughs> out of the greater Boston area. Welcome, my friend. Good evening, everyone. We dodged a hurricane today. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it, it got pretty <laughs> nutty, huh? No, it rained for no more than 10 minutes, and then it was gone. Oh, we okay. didn't. We no. didn't dodge it there, Trisec. <laughs> it went right over us. And I mean, oh, right over us. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell yeah, you. No, it was yeah. way inland. It's windy still, but we didn't get much rain out of it. I'll tell you what the 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 broken up wind and rain bands are just lingering here in Ohio. It's just uh, at least it, you know in my neck of the woods, northeastern Ohio, it's just been cloudy and, and almost chilly. Um, it, I checked the temperature. And I, I'm like Siri, what you know? Uh, what, what's the temperature? And it's just like it's currently 72 degrees, and I'm bullshit. <laughs> it's like 65, yeah. if that. Uh, but it's comfortable. I like it. It's nice. High humidity, low low temperature. It's not bad. But yeah, uh, Miles, all those bands that broke up uh, your way uh, gradually emanated up our way. And it's just been... We did have some heavy winds uh, a couple days ago. But now it's just, you know, gloomy and, you know, patches of sun and then gloomy. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, it, it, was, it wasn't bad here at all. Just light little... Light little rains here and there, and a nice breeze. Yeah, the weather we forecast got- for for the next several days in Cleveland is a hundred percent chance precipitation, with a um, a scattering of black helicopters. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we got three and one half inches of rain in about six hours. Wow, that is something. Yeah. That's a lot. So. 
So, uh, Trisec, I, I, I don't say that lightly about the black helicopters because we've been visited by, what is it, uh, what, what is it, V-22 Ospreys is, is the... Yeah, I saw the picture you posted. Those are in-service Ospreys. It wasn't the experimental one that uh, Theo posted. Okay. So, uh, yeah, these are uh, troop transports. I think they carry up to 12 people. Yeah, they're small. They're not a they're not a very large aircraft. They don't sound small. Um, the, <laughs> the selling point of that is uh, rapidity and speed. Yeah. So how nice is that to see those in uh, you know um, uh, flying over residential areas in the United States? Yeah. Depends where your air corridors are. We have very little say over that. It's all the FAA. Yeah, I understand that. I'm just saying that, you know, uh, I asked Bob and Rain if they ever saw them in their neck of the woods being close to, to D.C., and they're like, nope. So, uh, hmm. but but yeah, I mean, it's... No, in, I've in, only ever seen them once my way. Well, I saw them yesterday around 3 p.m. and today around noon. Uh, so I'll be watching the skies uh, tomorrow and try and get some closer shots because the, the one yesterday... I thought there was an airplane crashing. It was so loud and it shook the house so much. It was insane. I, I'd never heard anything like it. Um, and I've yeah, never they seen do that. The Ospreys are rather loud. It's part of the aer aerodynamic design. They have enormous rotors on them, mm -hmm. and uh, it's the tips that are going supersonic, and that makes that thump 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 that you felt. Yeah. So it, it was higher today, so it wasn't as bad. But, you know, and, and uh, any coincidence that Trump is holding a fundraiser here in Northeast Ohio on uh, Thursday? Uh, yeah, maybe it could be some uh, surveillance types or uh, maybe some extra army personnel out there. Because uh, the, the V-22 is not normally associated with uh, a presidential deployment. They'll send out Blackhawks and, uh, you know, Marine One and... Uh, the usual things that you expect with the president of V-22. I mean, that's in service. That's active duty stuff. That's uh, a little unusual for a presidential visit. Unless well, you're a protester. Yeah, exactly. Eh. So, so yeah, that's been, uh, they've been in the skies. Watch the skies, Northeastern Ohio. Um, <laughs> but yeah, me, me and a few other people took to Twitter asking, begging the question, you know, and I, I've been talking to a few Clevelanders on Twitter about it. Uh, but nowhere else. It's nowhere else in the news. Only a few of us on Twitter. Yeah. Seems like it yeah, would be no, newsworthy. If it's part of a routine presidential deployment, it's barely newsworthy. It's yeah. just unusual because we don't see them deployed too often in the United States. Yeah. So, uh, also, speaking of th watching the skies, I got buzzed by a bat last night, guys. <laughs> so Sure wasn't an Osprey. Uh, it could have been a tiny one, yeah. So, uh, yeah. or, or uh, it might have been one of those COVID uh, G five uh, G bats, or you know. Oh yeah, maybe. Tried to get me. <laughs> tried to. Uh, <laughs> tried to bite my balls. <laughs> uh, I don't know, Kenny. You thought you were a bug. I don't know what that says about you. I, yeah, see, um, uh, I'm sure it was snatching a bug <laughs> from the air uh, right in front of my face. So I think it probably got a lightning bug or something. Um, so, uh, but anyway, yeah. So, so try uh, since we're you're just joining us. Yeah, um, this interview, this Axios interview. Wow. Ugh. 
I've read some of the transcript, but uh, I've been driving a trolley all day, so I haven't had much chance to actually look at oh, it. Oh, you're and, in luck, my friend. <laughs> well, I've said it for a few weeks now. You know, it's one thing to sit and listen to the president because, okay, we know he sounds like an idiot, and all right, it's Donald being Donald. But when you read the transcripts, uh, more than a few times I've actually read what he said, and it's just blown me back in my seat. It's like, you have got to be kidding me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you're right. And Miles, you, you've, uh, you know, read. Word salad yeah. is a kind term. Maybe word yeah. cob salad because it's chopped that finely. Oh my God! But yeah, Miles, you've you've read the you know you and Joe have read the transcripts. It's it's uh, it's just a garbled mess. It how much huh. normal Trump? Yeah, he is he is just uh, he he couldn't talk in plain English a, a coherent sentence if his life depended on it. Mm -hmm. It's he's just uh. incapable. It, it, what what are they saying? A fifth grade uh, level of uh, vocabulary or something like that? Uh, I I think that's being generous. Yeah. I I uh, no, go it's with being kind. Grade. I work with fifth graders. They're more eloquent. Yeah. So um, but yeah. So Joe, he, he still has his papers and he still wants to talk testing. Even though Jonathan Swan was like, I'm I'm ready to move on. But oh, oh yeah. okay. No, oh. he was he wasn't he wasn't gonna <laughs> let it go. No. No. It, no. And uh, and so here we go. Resuming, there's testing. Uh, testing parts. Twit. Here you go. <laughs> Take a look okay. again. It's cases. Mm. Okay. Um, and we have cases because I mean, of the testing. The way a thousand Americans ah. die a day. But I understand. I understand. On cases, it's different. No, but you're not reporting it correctly, Jonathan. Yes. I think I am. But if yes. you take a look at this other chart, look. This is our testing, I believe. This is the testing, yeah. Yeah, we do more tests. No, wait a minute. Well, <laughs> don't we get credit for that? And because we do more tests, no, we have more really. cases. In other words, we oh test God. more. We have. But, now, take a look. The top one, that's a good thing, not a bad thing. But, the top, Jonathan. If, 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 if hospital rates were going down and deaths were going down, I'd say terrific. You deserve to be praised for well, testing, they but even, they're all going you up. You know, they very rarely 60,000 Americans are in hospital. If you watch the thousand news dying or read a day. the papers, they usually talk about new cases, new cases, new cases. I'm talking about death. Well, you look it's at going death. Up. Death is way down from where it was. Yeah. It's, it's a thousand death a day. Down. It was two and a half thousand. It went down to 500. Now it's going up death. again. Excuse me. Where it was is much higher than where it is right now. It went down and it's it went up again. But now it's going down again. It's, it's going, going down in Arizona. It's going down in Florida. Nashville. It's going down in Texas. Take a look at this. These are the tests. It's going down in Florida? Yeah, it's going. It leveled out and it's going down. That's my report <laughs> as of yesterday. Anyway, Mr. President, if I could change subject. It is going down in Arizona. It Arizona it is. Arizona it is. Texas it has big spiked, problems. And it, is, it, it spiked and it's now going down in Florida. Oh it's even God. down and going down in Florida. I'll have to see those. But, but you have to look at this. This is the number of tests compared I to the rest of the world. I don't deny your figures. You've done more tests by far than the rest right. of the world. I don't and deny because that. Because we've done more tests, we have more cases. You know, more infections. Check it, check it out. Mr. President. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. We got to play this. Here, take this back to your office and, and look at it. <laughs> I, I look forward to the day when a reporter sit, is sitting with Trump and Trump is there trying to say, because we do more tests, we have more cases. And that reporter just looks him square in the eye and says, testing does not cause cases. Yeah. So straight up tell him that right to his face. 
Testing does not cause cases. Testing detects cases. Yeah. Great point. Mm. Great point. But, you know, um, uh, and I don't know. Did, did oh, I don't know if we got to it or not. Um, no, no, we didn't yet. Uh, or, or did we? Maybe we did. But I, he said this, and th- this was like, um, this was a mind blower here. We're last, meaning we're first. Last, I don't know we what we're first in. <laughs> <laughs> we're last, meaning we're first. And we're the best. What? Mm. We're last, meaning we're first. Last, I don't know we what we're first in. Oh my god! Oh my god! Tista's weakness. I mean, yeah, what, really. The, the easiest thing to counter that is when is with you're the highest in death. <laughs> That's I, I, yeah. the worst. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! <laughs> the the lengths he will go to, and again. Let's. There's always a tweet, Joe, in the tweet he sent out way back during uh, what Ebola about Obama. Yeah. Yes. And the the handling of it, and he was oh, all responsibility lies with the president. Not not me. Not yeah, he not. um. Yeah, he he sh- he should have just shown a picture of the Grim Reaper and been, been <laughs> done with it. <laughs> and yeah, really. played don't and played a little don't fear the reaper yeah form. there you go we'll give a little yeah. up to boc uh, uh, we need more cowbell here <laughs> more cow, more cowbell <laughs> more um, cowbell <laughs> uh yeah i mean it, 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 try that, that's just you know we're last which means we're first and that means we're the best yeah yeah well in uh cloud cuckoo land yeah i guess so yeah um, I guess uh, Cloud Cuckoo Land is that uh, close to Yosemites? Yosemites? Anywhere near that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I don't know. It's a, it's a World War II reference. Uh, some of the few lucid folks in the Fiora bunker used to call it Cloud Cuckoo Land. Well, yeah. There you go. Um, but um, yeah. So. Anyway, um, uh, let, let's roll roll along uh, to the next one. Um, this is uh, Russian bounties, everyone. Uh, finally, the question has been asked. I know he's dodged it a couple times, but uh, he didn't didn't hear. Um, different subject. It's been widely reported that the U.S. has intelligence indicating that Russia paid bounties or offered to pay bounties to Taliban fighters to kill American right. soldiers. Mm-hmm. You had a phone call with Vladimir Putin on July 23rd. Did you bring up this issue? No, that was a phone call to discuss other things. And frankly, uh, that's an issue that uh, many people said was uh, fake news. Oh Who God. said it was, it was fake news? I think a Who? lot of people. Who? Uh, Who? If you look at some of the wonderful folks from the Bush administration, uh, some of them, not any friends of mine, we're saying that it's a fake issue, but a lot of people said it's a fake issue. There was dispute well, we had within a call, intelligence. We had a call Name talking one. about nuclear proliferation, which right. is a very big Name, subject, yeah. where they would like the to do something, and so would I. One. We discussed numerous things. We did not discuss that, no. And you've never discussed it with him? I have never discussed it with him, no. Reg- I would. I'd have no problem with it. But you don't believe you know, the intelligence. It it's because you don't believe the intelligence. No That's why. Uh, everything, you know, it's interesting. Nobody ever brings up China. They always bring Russia, Russia, Russia. 
If we can do something with Russia in terms of nuclear proliferation, which is a very big problem, bigger problem than global warming, a much bigger problem than global warming in terms of the real world, uh, that would be a great thing. No, uh, it never reached my desk. You know why? Because they didn't think it was intelligence. They didn't think it was real. It was in your written brief. They didn't think it was worthy of I wouldn't mind. If it reached my desk, I would have done something about it. It never reached my desk because... Do you read your written brief? I do. Do I read a lot. Really? I read a lot. They like to say I don't read. I read a lot. Uh, your, your I, daily I comprehend yeah. extraordinarily well, uh, probably <laughs> better than anybody that you've interviewed in a long time. Uh, <laughs> I read cute. a lot. I spend a lot of time with uh, at meetings. Uh, usually it's once a day or uh, at least two or three times a week intelligence. Because this was apparently Talking in about your India, brain. talking about right. with the problems with China, talking about so many different elements of the world. Mm-hmm. The world is a very uh, angry place. If you look all over the world, <laughs> It's a big we call place. Up, I get. Uh, I see mm. 22 soldiers were killed ocean. in India with China fighting over the border. It's been raging for many, many decades, and they've been fighting and back and forth. I, I have so many briefings on so many different countries, but this one didn't reach my desk. It, yes, the reason did. I say this is, is even if you don't believe the inte- this particular piece of intelligence, and there is dispute, no doubt, there is dispute in the intelligence community about it. Your former. Uh, John Nicholson, former head of forces in Afghanistan, said, and this is when he was working for you, that Russia is supplying weapons to the Taliban. Isn't that enough to challenge Putin over the killings of well, US we soldiers? Well, we supplied weapons when they were fighting Russia, too. Oh, you my know, God! When, we were, when they were fighting with the Taliban oh, were in Afghanistan. It's a different era. Well, it's a diff- I'm just saying, yes. But, but does that, we, no, how no, does that I'm affect... I'm just saying we did that, too. But how does that... I don't know. I didn't ask Nicholson about that. He was there for a long time, didn't have great success, because, you know, he was there before me, oh, and then ultimately geez. I made a change. But you surely heard that, right? I mean, it's well known in the intelligence community um, that they're arming the Taliban, Russia. Uh, I don't know. When you say arming, is supplying weapons or they russia is supplying weapons uh, and money to the taliban i have heard that uh, but it's never re- again it's never reached my desk I mean, he that's said it on bullshit the record he was in hey russia doesn't want anything to do with afghanistan let me just say about russia russia used to be a thing called the soviet union no shit. because of afghanistan they went bankrupt they became russia just so you do understand okay oh wow Hmm. Wow. Never reached his desk, although it was in the brief. It was in the daily brief, but that doesn't reach his desk. Or he can't reach his desk because of his stomach. Yeah. Uh, or so, there was a greasy hamburger stain on it. Jeez. I, I look forward to the day again when a uh, reporter will hold Trump's feet to the fire and go, well, it didn't reach your desk, but it's an important issue. So who is making these decisions that it's not worth your time? Yeah, exactly. Who's responsible for it not reaching your desk? Name some names. Yeah. Who's tell us the name. Yeah. What books are you talking about? What person said it was fake news from the Bush administration? You know, what person said this wasn't important? Even better, I, the way to phrase it to the president is, Mr. President, th- these issues are important. So the question is, who in your administration is keeping you ignorant? Uh, that would be that would be me. Incredible, incredible. 
you know, I mean, I, I read, I read a lot. I really, oh, and I comprehend and I read. Yeah. The 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 level of ignorance he pleads to certain issues throughout this interview is uh, just flies in the face of <laughs> common sense and decency. Uh, right. Try you the, want the president. Yeah. <clears throat> let let try chime in. The president the might last. read. Yeah, the, the president might read an awful lot. But at the presidential level, Dr. Seuss doesn't count. Oh, I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think uh, that's, that's good, but Seuss seems a little advanced. At least I'm sure he wouldn't grasp the concept because, you know, Ted Cruz didn't understand green eggs and ham. So, um, <laughs> so there's that. Uh, but yeah, so, so here's the last one. It's about two minutes. Uh, uh, uh I think this is the last, uh, uh about, uh, no, please, Af no more. Afghanistan. <laughs> oh no, you're all being punished tonight. The last thing that Russia wants to do is get too much involved with Afghanistan. They tried that once. It didn't work out too. Last question on this subject. And by the way, we're largely out of Afghanistan as you probably oh my well, God. Uh, wanted to ask you about that. Um, you, the U.S. troop level in Afghanistan right now is roughly the same as it was no, when you... No, you're wrong. No. Uh, Mr. President, we, I'm sorry. We have to do... Okay, are you ready? No, no. We'll I can, be down in a very short... It's already planned. Well, well that's, the, that's a different let, let question. We'll be down in a very short period of time to 8,000. Then we're going to be down to 4,000. We're negotiating right now. We've been there for 19 years. Oh, no, no, 19 I know. 19 years. But, but if you just let me finish my we'll question. We'll be getting out. I understand. Look... When you came in, it was 8,800. You boosted to 14,000, and now you're back down to 8,500. We're now... My question uh, we'll to you... We'll be at 4,000. I'll give when? you the exact... Very soon. Very when? soon. What will be the number... Very soon? 4,000? Very soon, yeah. Like how soon? I don't want to tell you that. I don't want to tell <laughs> you that. That's big news. What is that? that is it's going down to 4,000, isn't it? No, I've always said... Well, what about, we're what about get, election day? We will get largely out. On election day, how many American troops will be in Afghanistan? Uh... Probably anywhere from four to five thousand. Two. That's almost as many as when you came into office. No, it's not. Eight thousand. We had much in. more. We had a lot of people over there too. Eight thousand eight hundred. A lot of people. Troops. And we did a good job. We wiped out ISIS. Have you just thought about going down to let zero? Let me just tell you what you don't see. We took out in Syria. We took out ISIS. We hundred percent of the caliphate. When I took over, such a Obama. It was totally Obama. rampant. ISIS right. was all over the place. We took them out. We captured them. We killed them. A hundred percent, not ninety-nine right. percent. I want to get out at ninety-nine. Right. Everyone said, "Oh, please, would you stay?" I stayed. Ninety-nine percent was good, but a hundred percent of the caliphate. We took out <laughs> Soleimani. Yeah. We took out. Yeah. Al-Baghdadi. Yep. We took out people that nobody thought possible. Al-Baghdadi was the biggest terrorist of them all. They couldn't find him. I took him out. Soleimani, even bigger. I took him out. I've done things that no other president's done. I mean, fortunately, not too many. They should have never been in the Middle East. The decision to go to the Middle East and get into the Middle East was the single biggest mistake made in the history of our country. That's oh, my opinion. Oh, oh, no, no. It was you. It was it was no, putting a no. reality TV Second star biggest. sleazy game show host in, in the White House and then allowing... Uh, 157,000 people to die for your ego. I know the the uh, it sucks. The wars in the Middle East sucked. You know, although he was pro them before he was against them, of course. Bingo. And uh, no, you know, but uh, I mean, just all of this, all of this. If you think Daesh, ISIS, whatever, or the Caliphate is 100% wiped out, you're in La La Land. 
because they, they, you know, jihadist extremists are are not. They're they're in a dormant mode right now. That's it. Yeah, I mean, if you think that you know they they are that you know the the offshoot whatever the next offshoot is of you know ISIS Daesh, um, if you think that they're gone, you are fucking fooling yourself. That's just nonsense. So, uh, but anyway, thoughts on this before we go to the break, uh, Miles? What do you got? Yeah, uh, he's really just playing a numbers game there again, obfuscating. Um, but pretty much, I, I, I did want to get make one more point about the uh, him just not taking responsibility because when he says it didn't reach my desk, that's him just going, "Not my fault. I take no responsibility." So that's just yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah. all. All right, yeah. Uh, yeah. Joe. Yeah, you know, like Miles said, I mean. You know, he was in his daily brief. He doesn't read his daily brief. And that's yeah. the long and the short. He's a liar. Oh, the biggest. He's lying. Yeah. <laughs> Simple. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Trisec, what do you got before we hit the Green News Report? Uh, just to back up a couple of numbers, what did he just insist? That there were 8,800 troops in Afghanistan when he took over? Uh, looking at one of the sources that I used for Ask a Vet, most recent figures I have published on July 19th, 8,600. So, yeah, troops are coming home, a whopping 200 of them. Nice work, Donnie. Yeah. All right. Very good. Well, I'll tell you what. When we come back from the break during name-calling, Joe, I have a great idea. Um, we're okay. going to come up with characters uh, for everybody uh, who's listening tonight. Um that Jerry Falwell Jr. can play on his next drug-fueled orgy yacht party. Um, so think up some inappropriate characters that Jerry Falwell Jr. can can dress up as uh, oh, for when he has his fellow uh, fake white Christians on his mega yacht where they're all, you know, doing blow and fucking each other and everything. Um, <laughs> so... You know, some say that that's what was going on, uh, you know, and I assume that that's, you know, all the drugs and alcohol and, and sex blinded him to uh, thinking that was a great idea to post as president of Liberty University on his Instagram, a picture of himself with his pants undone and his underwear hanging out like that Nazi that slapped the woman in Florida, um, you know, oh. yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah we're going to yeah, come up with that. inappropriate characters for everybody that Jerry Falwell Jr. can play on his next uh, deranged yacht party. Because, you know, and I want to say, it was fine, you know, Trailer Park Boys is really fine Christian programming for uh, the president of Liberty, Liberty University. I'm so glad that, you know, he watches, you know, the, the TV series uh, 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 that, that spawned a movie that used the word fuck in it more than any other film in history. So, Jesus, he loves you. Uh, all right. So, yeah, I know I kind of put that story in a little bit of a nutshell <laughs> there, but we'll, we'll expound upon it a little bit more. But, yeah, think of what other sleazy characters uh, we, can, we can dole out for people that Jerry Falwell Jr. can play uh, on the break. Uh, Green News Report coming up right now. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. It's Tuesday, August 4, 2020. We had, for the first time since 1960, 
Watches and warnings from Florida to Canada. Hurricane Isaias hits North Carolina amid a pandemic and makes weather history. Rising sea levels pushing storm impacts further inland, study warns. Plus, 15 states clear the air by moving to all-electric trucks and buses. All of those moves and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. So this is really the worst possible time for a hurricane to happen at the time of an epidemic that is out of control in in a state. Oh, use your imagination, Dr. Amesh Adalja. The worst time for the hurricane will be on Election Day. Bank on it. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, so at the end of our last Green News report, we were left arguing about whether people should plant those mystery seeds that are coming from China, even though the uh, USDA says don't plant them. Well, as it turns out, we now know what those mystery seeds are. The USDA has identified them as being seeds for mustard, cabbage, morning glories, roses, hibiscus, and herbs such as mint, sage, rosemary, and lavender. See Nothing to worry about. Well, I would disagree with that. Sometimes things can still be invasive species. And Washington State agriculture scientists said that they also found amaranth, which could harm the nation's soybean crop. Well, I'm going with the USDA here. What does Washington State know about these things? What do you got for us today, Desi Doyen? We'll argue about it later. Okay. Hurricane Isaias hit southern North Carolina as a fast Category 1 on Monday night, bringing torrential rains and winds and knocking out power to thousands. As we go to air, the National Hurricane Center forecasts Isaias will travel up the U.S. east coast. Fueled by unusually warm ocean waters, Isaias is the earliest ninth named Atlantic storm on record, not normally seen until mid-September. And it's the first time since record-keeping began in 1851 that we've seen two Atlantic hurricanes, Hannah and Isaias, form in the last week of July. Officials along the eastern seaboard are now scrambling to arrange evacuation shelters and stage emergency response assets, all during a global pandemic that has already strained state health care systems. Those compound impacts worry infectious disease expert Dr. Amesh Adalja of Johns Hopkins University here on M. MSNBC. And remember, some of the same resources that we're going to use to take care of coronavirus patients are going to be needed to take care of people that are injured from the hurricane, that are displaced from the hurricane. And you're going to see disruption of healthcare, just like we saw, for example, with Superstorm Sandy several years ago in the New York area. So this is really the worst possible time for a hurricane to happen at the time of an epidemic that is un- out of control in a, in a state. I know they're trying to maintain social distancing in these shelters, but yes. if they get overly crowded, it will be next to impossible. Down in Florida, they were actually sending people out to hotels rather than keeping them in a group shelter. A very expensive proposition. Yep. Extreme weather hits even worse in developing countries. In Bangladesh, one of the world's poorest nations, right now, severe flooding from the most intense seasonal monsoon rains in decades has displaced millions of people. About a third of Bangladesh is affected. Officials say the floods are noteworthy this year, both for their extreme intensity and long duration. Again, all during a pandemic. This is the reason why the Pentagon calls man-made climate change a threat multiplier, because it intensifies other disasters. Other existing problems get much worse 
with global warming. Yep. And a flurry of new studies adds rising sea levels to that list. The first from the journal Scientific Reports finds that rising seas are already driving the impacts of powerful coastal storms much, much further inland and projects that extreme storm surge and high tides will reach much farther inland in coming years, putting tens of millions more people and $14 trillion worth of assets and infrastructure at increased risk of periodic flooding worldwide. The researchers found that low-lying Bangladesh is particularly at risk, along with parts of France, Germany, India, and China. And here in the United States, Virginia and North Carolina are at highest risk. Well, that's nice to tell them after they've been hit with a hurricane. Finally, 15 states have announced that they will follow California's push to electrify all trucks and buses, announcing that they've agreed to develop a joint action plan aiming for 30 percent of all medium and heavy duty vehicle truck sales to be zero emissions by 2030 and 100 percent zero emissions by 2050. Communists. Air quality experts call it one of the most significant efforts to reduce harmful diesel engine emissions in the United States. And bonus, states that take action now will save money on health care costs and lives, thanks to improving air quality. Well, Donald Trump is not going to be happy about any of that. Maybe he'll write a book about it from jail. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planetwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Can I buy your magic bus? Hi, everybody. This is Kenny Pick, and you're listening to Radio for Humans. All the humanities. Radioforhumans.com. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier in a $20 hole. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. Have you been watching television? Oh, jeez. He got a little high pitch there when he said that. Uh, yeah, we all been watching your dumbass on television. Have you been watching television? <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome back to the program. Uh, of course, Trisec, Greater Boston Area. Welcome back, sir. Yeah, here I am. Hello. Ask, ask about Tuesdays on For Freedom's blog. And, here of course, um, Miles Lagan, Port St. Lucie, also heard on uh, Geeky Gals and Guys every Sunday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Radio for Humans. Welcome back. Indeed, thank you, thank you, and, and Michelle's piggybacking because she wants to hear the show. Oh, nice, excellent, thank you, Michelle. Hi, um, and uh, last but not least, well, we got a jingle for him, and we're gonna dole out some inappropriate uh, cosplay things. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, <laughs> for Jerry Falwell Jr. for his next romp, and Michelle, if she, if you have any ideas uh, to, to pass out, you can. So. Uh, here we go. This is just, you know, we're just assigning these to our listeners uh, so they can, you know, they can, you know, make suggestions to to Jerry. Say, hey, I got we, we got an idea for you. Uh, 
Go off the screen with me. They place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm going to have to take your car today. See, I have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. <laughs> we could jam and joke your lives. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. Oh, here we go. Okay, biscuits. All right. Biscuits. Biscuits. Yeah, yeah. Biscuits. Okay. Got any biscuits for sale in there? Our first. <laughs> Go ahead, Joe. <laughs> he cut out. He's stunned. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh oh. Oh no! He fell out. No. Oh, he's back. You there, Joe? I'm back. I, okay. I, yeah, I got cut off. I don't oh, know why. He got dropped. Well, our Jerry first victim is people. Bobber. Bobber. Over a Chantango. Uh, you you got one for him, or or uh, I, I got one in, in my men- mental queue. Uh, we'll just give uh, for Jerry Fall Jr. I think a real classy, uh, real Christian type guy, the Marquis de Sade. How about that? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> okay. Um, next is Heather. All right. One I you have guys? one for Heather. Yeah. There you go. Rasputin. Mm. Oh, the, the mad, mad monk. The mad monk. There you go. Yes, a mad monk. Nice, nice guy. Okay, next oh. is Cat. You got one for Trisec, Cat, for for Jerry Falwell Jr., uh, his next cosplay. Uh, I feel like I'm out of my league here. Cat, Cat, um, um, how about just a generic crazy cat lady? Well, okay, but it should be inappropriate for a Christian, so if you can think of a fictional character, like a villain or something, mm. you know, I would. that's where I'd go. Yeah. You know. Dip, dip into your Could Star Wars knowledge. Satan? No. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, let me find it. Uh, I've got it somewhere. Um, <laughs> damn it. Okay, there we go. Here, here you go. This is... Uh, uh, Could it be Satan? There you go. Uh, uh, all right. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. Who's next? Okay, next is uh, mm. you. Kenny Pick. Oh, we can skip me. Let's just worry about. It. Let's just worry about. Okay, our, how about our Ken Senior? Oh, yeah. Okay, Dad. I, I, I'll have to do this one for you. So Jerry Falwell Jr. I think should his next his next cosplay event uh, in your honor should be um, uh, <laughs> how about Eddie Haskell? <laughs> he because he probably is a real Eddie Haskell type, don't you think? Jerry Falwell Jr., Eddie Haskell type. Does anybody get the reference? Eddie well, Haskell. Did I lose everybody? Oh, Leave it to Eddie Bella. Haskell. Beaver. Yeah. Leave it Beaver. Yeah. Oh. oh. Yes. Anyway. There's the Okay, movie. next is K.T. Kaser. All right, Miles. I'm going to go with uh, he can cosplay as a white supremacist John Wayne. Oh yeah, she she can. <laughs> well, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, no. no, no, that's right, that's right. You're you're giving yeah, Jerry Fulgin. Never mind, never mind. Yes, there you go. <clears throat> yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. All right, who's next? Let's see. Next up is uh, Meow Goodness. All right, you take Meow. Okay, Meow will get um, Long Dong Silver. 
Um, judging yeah. from that picture of Jerry Falwell Jr., <laughs> I uh -huh. don't really see there's a lot of wiggle room for that, if you know what I mean. Uh, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Because there, there's yeah. a very, very hmm. compact area there that doesn't seem to be sh showing much of any kind of manly manhood. Well, well he could always... <laughs> get a sausage off the grill um, <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh. it's right there okay next is moon mare all right uh miles go ahead and take this one i don't recall the name but it was the guy it was the uh the nazi guy that was being interviewed like i think on the street of new york and he got punched in the face so cosplay as the punched neo-nazi <laughs> oh richard spencer there you go yeah so yeah, perfect, perfect. All right, uh, uh, who's next? President. You got one for Prez, try? try? Um, how about Brigham Young? <laughs> Brigham Young. So, <laughs> so Brigham yeah. Young. Famous, I, uh, famous Mormon. I yeah, I, no, I, I'll take it. Sure, why not? Uh, yeah, so uh, all right, uh, who, who, do, who do you got for me, Joe? Theo. Theo, oh boy, I'll tell you what. Um, let's say the Jerry Falwell Jr. can dress as. Um, oh man, I wish I knew one of the villains from Space Patrol, but I don't. So we'll just say uh, we, we, we'll say uh, Khan from The Wrath of Khan. So he was a real moral Christian man, uh, right? Okay. Uh, okay. So, uh, and uh, well. <laughs> Trisec would be next. Oh, okay, but uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, well, we're, we're oh, skipping that was me on the trolley today. <laughs> oh, there you go. We're we're skipping uh, hosts. Or skip. Okay, so we'll skip Miles and uh, Adam. Oh, at Adam Hebert. Oh, I I got one for him. Uh, so I think Jerry Falwell Jr. should cosplay as um, the the Phantom. From Crankor. That should be pretty uh -huh. easy. That should be pretty mm. easy. Okay. Um, oh, this that's is, the, this that's is... the exact noise that Jerry Falwell Jr. makes when he cashes the checks from all the idiot people who uh, sign up for his university. Uh, okay. Yeah. Here's here. This is right in your wheelhouse, Kenny. Uh -oh. Frozen Rabbit. Oh. <laughs> we'll save him for last. Okay, we will. We will. Okay, I'll come back mm. to you. Caitlin Chris. All right, somebody take Caitlin Chris here. I'll We're do good. it. Yeah. Cosplay as Anthony and Scalia in a gimp suit. Oh, that's dark. <laughs> oh. And that's that one is dark. So. <laughs> How do you mean grow on? All right, um. okay. Well, uh, Anton and Scalia grew for quite some time. I think he'd really fill yeah. out that gimp suit. Bring out the gimp. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, Clinster's next. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, Joe. I, Joe. Uh, okay. Okay. Right, I, I, oh, oh, oh try, go ahead, Trey. Go ahead, Trey. Me? All right. How about the Creeper from Scooby-Doo? Oh, there you go. Not too deviant, but it's yeah. a good one. And he would have gotten away, away with it if it wasn't for you kids and that pesky yeah, dog. Yeah, for those kids, I know. Yeah, so... Okay. <laughs> oh, well, I do have an audio drop to go with that uh, real quick. Um, yeah, here you go. Um, I haven't played this in a while. You're right, Scoob. We're dealing with one sick son of a bitch. There we go. Mm. So, 
<laughs> okay, Jaded Faye is next. <laughs> All right, Jaded Faye, I'll tell you what. Um, we'll uh, say that... Uh, we'll have... Uh, oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. Um, we'll say that uh, Jerry Falwell Jr. will cosplay as Dick Cheney, and he'll shoot his best friend in the face. Ooh. Oh, oh. <laughs> Ouch. It's a good one, right? Oh, yeah. You know, all okay. sins are okay. equal in the eyes of God. There is no sliding scale for sin. So if you're going to go around, you know, sucking and fucking and boozing and whatever, you might as well shoot somebody in the face, right? That's right. Okay. So. <laughs> we have living on Long Island. I like that. Oh, living loves a good comic book villain. So ah, somebody no. should uh, throw one his way. Uh, Miles or, or try you got a comic oh, villain? Comic book is not my forte, uh, but I, I do have I'm ready for it. Uh, wait. How about some guy who snaps his fingers and wipes out half the Earth's population? Okay, I'll I'll go with uh, I don't know. Cosplay is Thanos and assless chaps. Thanos and assless champs also one to grow And that's one to grow on. So I see. Uh, so yeah. So Miles is given a little twist. Uh, <laughs> a little sexually deviant twist, which is appropriate. So, all right. Who do we have next? Now, do we do Moonmare? I don't know if we got Moonmare. I don't think do so. Do... No. I don't think so. I, I think we missed Moonmare. Yeah. So, okay, Joe, I have, you I have one for Moonmare. Okay, uh, great. L. Ron Hubbard. In <laughs> uh, assless oh, champs. Yeah. <laughs> From the Church of uh, Appliantology. L. Ron Hoover yeah. from the Church of Appliantology. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Next is Morty. Uh, I'm gonna have to get I'm gonna have to get a central scrutinizer drop on the show. Um so uh Morty, um let's see. I just had one, it's out of my head. Oh, they, they, Morty and Nightbird are, are they're in sleep mode, so they're not listening, so we can just hop over to the next one. Okay, um, let's see. We can go to uh, Nightbird. Oh, uh, Nightbird, are you are you talking about uh, Nightbird's got the, see the little moon by their names? That means they're asleep. They're not listening, so. Oh, they're sleeping? Yeah. Okay, yeah. What, what's the little president? Uh, we got president. Did you do uh, okay. Chatango Theo. already? Let's see. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm already, okay. Yeah, I Von, think done. Von Hammer. Yes. Von <laughs> oh, okay. There we go. Uh, Miles, okay, I got one. Like I got one. Take... Oh, okay. Try. Go ahead. All right, we're gonna go with Doctor Octopus. Only it's badly done, and it looks more like Doctor Platypus. Oh, there you go. And maybe the tentacles are actually giant dildos. Oh. Oh. <laughs> wow. uh, uh, now we have. A couple online, I guess. Online, I, I don't know if they're playing games a or if they're they're actually dildos. listening. But yeah, we have. Uh, oh, there's a okay little moon there. Cassandi. Um, that's online, but not in our chat. So. Okay, Dusty the Jack. They're not in our. No, 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 no. Then they so would be all. They would be all. Uh, no. Oh yeah. yeah, that's it. That's it. And I didn't even get to, to give my best one. Oh, you, did you get everybody in Chantango? Yeah, yeah, I did. I, well, I'll, I'll go back to Chantango because, let's see, there might have been additions, but there ha no, there wasn't. And I never got 
to give Rain? away Torgo. Rain's I was going to give Torgo away. The master won't be pleased. Nah. <laughs> Torgo. <laughs> well, I wanted Rain to do David Duke in a furry outfit wearing a, a, a bondage harness. Oh, I retroactively take back mine for Adam and you give them that one. Oh, give, him, give, give him Torgo or, or what? No, the furry that Miles just oh, said. Oh, the furry. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I think that, uh, you know, there's uh, there's room in this world for furries. Um, and last but certainly not least, uh, <laughs> we're going to do our, our good friend uh, Trojan Rabbit here, uh, which he, he has a choice. Would you rather see uh, Jerry Falwell Jr. as this character. There is a pestilence upon this land. Nothing is sacred. Even those who arrange and design shrubberies are under considerable economic stress at this period in history. Did you say shrubberies? Yes. Shrubberies are my trade. I am a shrubber. My name is Roger the Shrubber. I arrange, design, and sell shrubberies. That doesn't sound too deviant or fun. I think maybe... Maybe no, it should be a little more, little more bold and dangerous than that, right? Black Robin brought forth from Camelot. He was not afraid to die. Oh, brave Sir Robin! He was not at all afraid to be killed in nasty ways. Brave, 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 brave Sir Robin! He was not in the least bit scared to be mashed into a pulp. Or to have his eyes gouged out and his elbows broken. To have his kneecap split and his body burned away. And his limbs all hacked and mangled, brave Sir Robin. His head smashed in and his heart cut out and his liver removed and his bowels unplugged and his nostrils raped and his bottom burnt off and his penis. That's, that's, uh, that's enough music for now, lads. <laughs> oh, did you know you could add gifs to your favorites? <laughs> I heard that giggle, Michelle. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah. So there you go, Paul. Uh, you know, uh, I think Brave Sir Robin. Uh, I would really, really enjoy seeing uh, Jerry Falwell Jr. cosplay as that, and uh, you know, at the very least, soil himself. And uh, uh, I didn't. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he probably did soil himself and when he woke up, woke up and, you know, was cleaning himself off. He's like, oh shit. I logged into Instagram last night. Didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> you dumb yeah. bastard. You dumb fake evangelical phony piece of crap. You are such a loser. There will be no repercussions for this, just like there was none for him trying to sell masks with somebody in a clan hood and blackface on it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, you know, Liberty University, big fuck you. You're a big phony piece of garbage establishment that takes advantage of young Christian people and by feeding them lies, disinformation, and supporting a butcher uh administration in white in, in washington dc you lying filthy ugly scumbag falwell you're just as bad maybe worse than your ugly stupid dead ass father sorry i really have hate in my heart for jerry falwell jr about as much as i have for trump what a disgusting pig absolutely disgusting pig so i mean seriously trailer park boys 
full of like drug use, uh, cursing, you pre, you know, uh, underage, you know, sex, uh, you know, uh, uh, out of wedlock sex. There's a gay couple in it that are very prominent in the series. Uh, you know, tons of drug use. If I didn't say that already, alcoholism, uh, prostitution. I don't know if anybody's ever seen Trailer Park Boys, but really, this is something that evangelicals watch. Fuck you. That's ours. You don't get to take our shit. And it's Canadian too. Right. Leave it alone. Seriously, because that's what it was. It was a Trailer Park Boys themed drug orgy on a yacht. And seriously, what is wrong? The president of a Christian, quote unquote, Christian university has a yacht. That's some shit. That is some shit. I'm I'm disgusted. Wait a minute. Jesus was a fisherman. Oh, okay. All right. There we go. So, yeah. Loaves and fishes and uh, cocaine and cocaine <laughs> and, dreams. Yes. So yes, and, and <laughs> lifestyles and of the fake evangelicals. Salt water into wine. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah uh, God, what an idiot! What an idiot! I, I I hate him so much. But anyway, any birthdays? I think uh, uh, President Obama's birthdays today, isn't it? Might be. I saw something um, about a birthday. Yeah, I card. think so. It's the fourth, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Today's the fourth. I think so. So, uh, anybody else got any birthdays uh, that we know of? Oh, um, my niece's um, boyfriend Victor. Oh, so he's coming up this Friday, I think. Well, he shares a good birthday week with uh, with Obama. Then that's pretty sweet. That was also so. the long the uh, Long Ranger's nephew's horse, Victor. Oh, yep. My niece, Madison, on the 6th. <laughs> See, Michelle got that. All right. I I, I remember that, too. Uh, so, uh-huh. so, so, Victor, what did you say, Allison? Uh, my niece, Madison, is on Madison. the 6th. Madison, okay. It's birthday week in the Trisec compound. Oh, okay. Everybody's born within the same stretch of like nine days here. And Moomare's cat is uh, one years old today. So, and I'm sorry, did I not say penis? Don't say penis in this house! Penis. Yeah, Jerry Falwell Jr. Um, apparently doesn't have much of a penis. Don't say penis in this house! Because there's, there's, I mean, seriously, you look at that picture, it's like, I don't see, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, he's wagging, he's, he's trying to wag something that he doesn't have, is what I'm saying. I didn't want to look, that's nothing I ever wanted to think about, but those are some pretty tight jeans, and that's pretty... A, a, a pretty big area that he's, he's exposed of his underpants. And um, I'm just saying, I don't think he's got all the nails on his cross. Yeah, there. It does sorry. seem particularly smooth, doesn't it? <laughs> he's like a Ken doll down there. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have made the crucifix <laughs> joke. Um, so <laughs> great. Now uh, I need eye bleach. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just smooth. <laughs> Uh, just a little, 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 uh, plastic mound. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, there we go. And Moomare's cats, uh, are one year old today. Uh, Madison, Victor, President Obama. Happy birthday. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey, hey, your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. 
Thank you, old dear friends, for coming to my birthday! There we go. There we go. But yeah, seriously, Falwell. Yeah, uh, Meow Goodness says, stop holding back, Kenny. Tell us how you really feel. Um... Yeah, I've been, I've been, I've, I've been angry, 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 angry about that, and I've had like one drink of beer, so uh, we need to remedy that. So uh, anyway, it is break time. I don't think Rain is gonna be rejoining us, uh, but that's okay. She'll be back with us on Friday. Uh, so thank you, Miles, for sticking around. We're gonna okay. go ahead. And, uh, oh, Jasper and Wizard, birthday wishes, uh, kittens, uh, uh, Moonmare's cats. Beautiful. Great names for cats. Jasper and Wizard. I love it. So, uh, yeah, break time. Uh, we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com And now, on with the show. Yosemites, Yosemites. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare, Prepare to make, make computer, computer to computer, computer contact. contact. That is an idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Oh, he's back. My bat friend buzzed me again when I went outside. Uh, welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on Radio for Humans uh, worldwide. And yeah, I'm I'm convinced it's one of George Soros's uh, 5G bats uh, built by um, oh. Who's that guy that's to blame for the manufacturing of the coronavirus? Uh, Bill Gates. Yes, Bill Gates is involved, too. Uh, but, yeah, so, uh, anyway, welcome back to the show. Uh, Trisec is here, everybody, for Freedom's blog, Ask a Vet. Welcome back, sir. Good evening, everyone, and your argument is irrelevant. I have a guinea pig. Uh, you know, I, I you're right. I, I'm, I'm done. End the show, everybody. Good night. So, there we go. <laughs> Nah, I kid. Uh, so <laughs> and, uh, of course, uh, uh, Miles, uh, Port St. Lucie, uh, heard on Geeky Gals and Guys every Sunday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Radio for Humans. Welcome. Thank you. And I'm ignoring your reality and substituting my own. Well, there you go. So that would be uh, the Trump motto uh, at this point. Uh, and uh, I, I think I can oblige. Uh and where is it? Uh, yeah, there we go. Uh, from the archives of Adam. I reject your reality and substitute my own. There we go. And last but not least, uh, a man who is uh, f very familiar with real reality, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City owner operator of the very real reality uh, clown car garage out Scranton Way, and co-host of the Tim Coromel show here, heard here every Tuesday. 10 15 p.m eastern and uh we got some morning time slots as well that i that escaped me but uh yeah so uh, <laughs> i never remember the morning times it's easier to remember the evening times uh but yeah, yeah so too. so uh yeah so joe uh um yeah i'm looking forward to uh uh you want to you want to tease everybody what the clown car is going to be about uh from this past sunday 
Oh, the clown car. Yeah, that's. Um, um, yeah, we we have a a, a dating site. Um, it's called uh, My Demon Time. And, oh, uh, oh, nice. Yeah, it's it's like you know our time, but My Demon Time, and uh, yeah, basically uh, we want to connect singles with their dream demon. Yeah, so they yeah. can have uh, good sex and uh, not waste their sleep. Good you demon know? sex, sure. And you never know, mm-hmm. you might get some demon seed. Oh, hot gnabs. Yeah, so well, that too. <laughs> uh, so and you know, I mean, I, I'm thinking that's probably what happened on Jerry Falwell Jr.'s yacht as well. You know. Yeah, yeah, and, I um, think so. I think so because. I, uh, yeah. Yeah, didn't uh, yeah uh, yeah yeah. I what's her name fell off the boat that night. Um, what's her name? Jazane Maxwell. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. She, yeah, she fell he, off a boat. He wished her well and gave her. A yes, I wish you well, and I'm not throwing you a life yeah. raft. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, but anyway, um, oh there we go. Trisex sharing pictures of guinea pigs eating green beans. Is that what we got there? Is that green beans? I don't know. It's one of them. Uh, <laughs> they're eating them so they're eating. Ra- they're, like they're, eating they're eating so rapidly. They're vibrating, uh, so they're blurred. You can't tell what they are. <laughs> um, so, but anyway, uh, yeah. Welcome back, guys. Uh, we we got more of this interview to uh, <laughs> to get through. So, um, uh, but yeah. So uh, this. Uh, oh, oh, oh yeah. In uh, Gil Sane Maxwell, whatever. That's going to be addressed by Trump too, and it's so disgusting. Um, the length of he he goes to to be indecent, especially regarding um, John Lewis as well. Um, but uh, before oh, we yeah, even I read that bit. Yeah, before we even get to that, we need Big to to yeah swine. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, it's worse than that. He's like pig shit is what he is. Um, And uh, but yeah, so Jonathan Swan goes on to ask him, you know, you said on Fox News, you might not accept the election results. I mean, what kind of authoritarian piece of garbage did the maggots foist upon us here? It's it's pathetic. It's it's insane. But yeah, uh, listen to this. You told Fox News recently that you couldn't say whether you'd accept the results of the 2020 election. What does that actually look like as the sitting president? I mean, it's unprecedented. What well, would that actually look Hillary like? Hillary Clinton never accepted she, them. She conceded on them. She conceded on them. She doesn't accept them. And she got, she got that's the important very point. That, that's the important point. She conceded on election night. Now, she grumbled about it and, grumbled. and said all sorts of grumbled? things. Grumbled? She okay, wrote books fine. about it. She wrote books. Don't use the word grumbled. Fine. But she wrote books about it. <laughs> that's fine, but and I'm just. She got beaten easy. I get it. I get it. 306 to 223. I'm not disputing you beat Hillary Clinton. Okay, who complains about the election more, him or her? Who who grouses in in gripes and groans more about the election? Oh, huge victory, huge victory! We would have had the popular vote, but dead Democrats are voting or whatever. You know, stupid shit. Democrats, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So it's it, you know more people voted for Hillary Clinton, asshole, and yeah, you know a lot of us couldn't accept the results because. We didn't think America was so stupid, and now we realize how even more stupid America was. 
and the 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 blood on your hands from the the handling of this pandemic is is unconscionable abominable horrific anyway it's a lot listen what i'm asking is is you're the, you'll be the sitting president in the white house what does that look like I'll, not accepting I'll tell you what it looks like are you litigating oh, let me tell you what it looks okay. like okay so we have a new phenomena it's called in it's called <laughs> mail-in voting yeah where you send where you can't say it right it's well, been here since the civil war in terms of the kind of do, uh, the kind of millions and millions of ballots they've never it'll be it'll be like bigger this, this year because of the pandemic bigger? not bigger massively bigger yeah because the so pandemic. they're going to send tens of millions of ballots to california no, all not. over the place Who, who's going to get them i have a friend lives in they're westchester not. county they send applications not that his son passed away he had a Beautiful, wonderful son, Liar. young man, passed away seven Liar. years ago. He called me. He said, "I just got a, I just got a ballot." Probably from an application. My son Robert. Probably. Okay, even if it's true that his son got no, a ballot, if even if it was true, guess what? He's dead. He can't vote. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. Now, if this asshole wants to ca somehow, ca you know, so fill out a fraudulent application and gets caught, and the re you know, you know, sometimes people are dead, and and the, unfortunately, because we don't have a great, perfect, flawless system in place, dead people will be left in voter rolls sometimes. Not oh, ever happens all the time. Yeah, I mean, it just happens. It's not it's not the fault of the board of elections that somebody dies and that the you know the family doesn't inform them you know or or, or nope. I mean is I don't think there's a is there even a way legally to sync up like you know if there's a death certificate oh send it to the send a copy to the board of elections you know I don't even know no no here I I've worked on the commission the city of Waltham where I currently live does it this way the city runs an annual census primarily to uh, verify the voter rolls if you do not respond to the annual census you are marked as a uh, provisional voter for mm -hmm. one year and if you don't respond to two censuses in a row you're dropped off the voter roll there you go so so you know this and is, you can yeah. still show up say you don't respond to that census you can still show up and say hey i'm registered you don't have me on the rolls anymore and you can demand to cast a provisional ballot yeah so this and we is, will i'll take a provisional is, yeah. ballot from you we'll stick it in an envelope and if it goes through like 16 different recounts and we're down to one vote difference and you have that one vote that's when the provisional ballot gets counted yeah there you go so you know this it's, it's a, a very simple procedure at least mm -hmm. in my precinct yeah so this is this is you know bullshit miles what what trump is peddling here this so is and and no no voter precinct anywhere in the united states if they believe in the process would mail you an unsolicited ballot yeah it's it's ridiculous go ahead miles i yeah this is <sighs> trump knows uh, he has people telling him how bad it's going to be and so he is laying down the groundwork to just Cheat. make the vote vote sound to contest it to make it uh to, yeah. to, he, he, that's that's what this is 
It's or, it's, it's to attack the uh, assurances or not the confidence. Yeah, of the or, people in the voting system and the mail system. Blah blah blah. Yeah, or at the very least, Joe, this is a a, a desperate salvo to 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 patch up his his already damaged ego. <laughs> you mean like like uh, like plaster? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like drywall, like repairing like, drywall. Like we'll, we'll say Bondo because that's about the color of Trump's skin, right? Oh, well, yeah. Well, you can you can spray Bondo yeah. any color, I think. Yeah, yeah. but I think yeah. uh, typically yeah. Bondo looks like pretty ugly orange. Uh, yeah, but you know brown. the idea that that I mean, look, we've all had deaths in our family. What's the first thing you do? You notify the voter rolls, right? Sure, mm-hmm. of course. No, no. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. So, yeah, there's dead people on the voter rolls because families don't think of that shit when they have a death in the family. Well, you know, it happens and, all the time. And dead people and there don't. there are safeguards there. Right. And and who's, and so, so, first of all, I don't believe any ballot went to anybody. I think no. an application might have. Well, and that's what Jonathan Swan and said a, repeatedly to him. Yeah. Yeah. And a dead person can't fill out an application. Yeah. So what's the harm? Well, that crooked Republican. Well, Massachusetts, will- Massachusetts every year sends out a voter guide and handbook. It's all the candidates, a sample ballot, which is clearly marked sample, yeah. and information about uh, whatever ballot questions are there. And in the centerfold of every magazine, you know, every voter information magazine, it comes. It includes a uh, voter registration form. Yeah. So cool. anyway, l- let's get back well, that's to ma- that's mailed yeah. to every mm-hmm. every taxpayer household in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, voter or yeah. not. The idea is to mail it to people and say, you know, and it's like, hey, what's this thing? Oh yeah, we should vote on this. Hey, I'm not registered. Well, here you go. Go give it to your city clerk, and you are. There you go. Well, let, let's get back to the clip. He's got more lies you about. Know, we, uh, we, we try to encourage yeah. registration where I am. Yeah, we, we here's here, well, Trump is trying to discourage it, but yeah, so. Um, so, so yeah, he's got more lies about mail, uh, you know, mail-in voting. He died seven years ago. Somebody got a ballot for a dog. Somebody got a ballot for something else. You got millions of ballots going. Nobody even knows where they're going. You look at some of the corruption having to do with universal mail-in voting. I just figured out what the dog thing was. He's talking about Elizabeth Warren. You remember that? You know, you remember that? So no. I, I have I have the audio. Hang on, that's what he's talking. I'm sorry. About. I'm sorry. You know which group, which party has a track record of mailing out bogus ballots to people to trick them into sending in uh-huh. false votes? Yeah, uh, it's the Republicans. Yeah, absolutely. Getting uh, people yeah. of color to vote yeah. on the wrong day. You know, stuff I mean, like wasn't that. Wasn't it last time they sent out mailers in several critical states? You know, here's your ballot. Don't They're forget to vote cheating. on the day after yeah. the election. Yeah, they, they're right. always doing it. They always cheat. So anyway, some dogs that got yeah, a ballot. That. There you go. I there know some, go. some dogs got a ballot. Yeah, collies for Biden. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> there you go. Here's Elizabeth Warren's joke. This is what he's referring to. I finally fucking got it. Greetings, Bailey. Say hello, oh, Bailey. And we love Bailey. Know, Bailey is definitely going to vote in November, and he's voting Democrat <laughs> all the way. Bailey for Biden. So we See, have to start with Bailey I mean? out here on the porch. Yeah. See what I mean? Yeah. So so that's what that's what it was. Somebody got a ballot. Yeah, no. the voting. Seriously, that I mean, oh my yeah. god, I can't believe he wiggled that in there. Wow. That's so dumb. 
Anyway. Absentee voting is okay. You have to apply. You have to go through a process. You have to apply for mail-in. Absentee mail voting it's the same is thing. good. Look, look, look let's, let's do concrete. Look, let's do concrete. Look, they're look. sending out applications. Governors, the millions of ballots. Yes. No, they're look. not. There is applications. There is no way you can go through a mail-in vote without massive cheating. I honestly don't understand this topic with, with go you. Ahead. The Republican Party has an extremely well-funded vote-by-mail program. Your campaign puts out emails telling people to vote yes. by mail. Correct. Your daughter-in-law, Lara Trump, she did robocalls in California saying it's safe. I'm going to pause it right there. He's holding up an email printout of him saying, mm. uh, from his campaign saying to vote by mail. Oh, damn it, wrong button. Safe and secure, <laughs> mail-in voting. Let, I, let me tell you. The Republican we have won. no choice. That was an all-mail-in race. Let me tell you. Are you ready? Yeah. We have no choice. Because right now we have, but we're, we have many court cases that we're waiting. We have one filed in Western Pennsylvania. We have many court cases where we're trying to end it. We went through World War One. you went to the polls, you voted. We went through World War II, yeah. you went to the polls, you You've voted. You've had mail-in votes since the Civil War. because of the China virus, we're supposed to stay home send millions of ballots all over the country, millions and millions. You know, you could have a case where this election won't be decided on the evening of November 3rd. Absolutely. This election so what's wrong with decided that? two months later. It won't be two months, but what's wrong with the proper it mailing count? It could be count? decided many months later. Have you discussed You know why? Because people, lots of things will happen during that period of time, especially well, when you have tight margins. Lots of things can happen. There's never been anything like this when you try. Now, of course, never. right now we never. have to live with it, but we're challenging it in many courts. You're going to litigate. You know, you know uh, something else that I, I thought of, we've never had anything like this before. Well, gee, there were some Republican shenanigans uh, down in Florida, you know, uh, something called the Brooks Brothers riots. Yeah, I remember that. A certain guy who was in prison but now isn't anymore named Roger Stone seems like he got out in the nick of time to uh, maybe cause some more fuckery. And Trump today, just today, um, uh, is is in panic mode. And uh, the he, uh, in, a, in an apparent reversal, Trump is encouraging Floridians to vote by mail. Miles? And not only that, but yeah, he is getting, there are Republican states like Alabama and their attorney generals or uh, supervisors of elections are getting calls and emails going, uh, I usually vote by mail, but the president says that I shouldn't. And those people are panicking because it's the right wing that is hearing the president going that they shouldn't vote by mail and that it's affecting their turnout. And that's what's scaring them. And that's why Trump is flip-flopping. So, uh, yeah, what's your what's your take on that, uh, Try? Oh, I was actually just uh, online trying to find that voter fraud case that he said oh, look, uh, in yeah. Western Pennsylvania. Okay. Uh, well, well, I don't see much of anything okay. out there. The only thing I can find about that is that Trump said there's voter fraud in Western Pennsylvania. And that's about the only reporting about it. So it may not even exist. Oh, Michelle brings up a good point. Roger Stone was not pardoned, so he's still a felon. Is he going to vote? Probably. He's probably uh, going to try and vote. Yeah, um, probably can. And no, uh, he, he probably shouldn't. he probably can't. Try. But he's going to try. And yeah. not only that, he's going to muddy the waters as much as he fucking can. So I, I I don't think him getting out of prison when he did is coincidental at all. I think he's hard at work trying to uh, uh, help Trump cheat. So, 
Uh, Joe, what do you think? Uh, you think I'm right on the Roger Stone angle? Oh, yeah. And and um, something that Jonathan Swan said today when they were interviewing him bothered me is that he's laying the groundwork. He's talking about, oh, you might not know on November 3rd. Which, yeah. so what? So what if you know on the 4th or 5th or 6th? Right? Sure. How long did it take to figure out Bush was going to be president? Well, it was December. Yeah. Right? So, um, yeah. Like, wow. But, that was a but nightmare. The point I'm trying to make is what happened back then in 2000? They were counting votes, right? Mm hmm. Because it was a close election and it all hinged on Florida. It so was. They were, a, they were counting. Right. They were counting votes. And what did the Republican Party do? They sued to stop the count. Yeah. When Bush was ahead. Right? Yep. What John, John, Jonathan Swan would said today scared me. So a lot of people go to the polls and it's a tight race and Trump is slightly ahead on November 3rd at, at midnight. Mm -hmm. But as the couple days go on and the, the mail-in votes are counted, Biden catches up. Right? Yeah. So the Trump campaign sues to stop the count on the grounds that it's fraudulent yeah i mean that could really gum up the works oh absolutely i, I mean could you see another supreme court decision saying we have to stop counting those there's a if if it's as big a landslide as it's predicted to be, I don't I don't see him stopping it nationwide. Well, we'll see, we'll see. I mean, we we know what a he he basically. No, and go ahead. It it depends on the process to count those ballots physically count those ballots as well. Yeah. Mail in voting, you've got a stack of them that have to be sorted and vetted and run through the machines to be counted. You know, someone unscrupulous at the polling place, well, they could take all day, all night to count those damn things. Mm -hmm. I told you, I've, I've, I've worked the polls, and my job sure. was to do the mail-in ballots. Oh. I was very efficient at it, and I could get all the ballots counted. The last one, the last big election I worked was the uh, 2016 presidential primary, and I had two mailboxes, you know, the plastic U.S. mailboxes? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, two of those full of mail-in ballots, and they still got them all processed before lunchtime. Well, perfect. So, anyway, uh, this is a shorter yeah, one. Yeah, the system is the system is rigged for accuracy more than anything else. But I am speaking yeah. only of my precinct and the sure. way we do yeah, things. Yeah, I think I, think I cannot most, speak yeah. for you know somebody with a Diebold voting machine. Yeah, or, you know, sure. Well, anyway, Chad down yeah. in you know West Nutbag, Florida. Yeah. Well. Um. All right. Let's get to the next clip because this is uh, uh, Trump uh, uh, talking about uh, Ghislaine Maxwell or whatever. However the hell you say her name, it doesn't make any sense to me. Um. But uh, it, it, you know, Epstein's lover mm -hmm. and uh, sex trafficker of young girls. Um. Also, charged with molesting young girls. Um, uh, Jonathan yep. Swan says, you wished her well the other day? 
Uh, how's that work in crazy town? The other day a reporter asked you about Ghislaine Maxwell. You said, quote, I just wish her well, frankly. I've met her numerous times over the years, especially since I lived in Palm Beach, but I wish her well, whatever it is. Mr. President, Ghislaine Maxwell has been arrested on allegations of child sex trafficking. Why would you wish such a well, person well? First of all, well? I don't know that, but I do know that she has. She's you been don't. That. Her you know friend or boyfriend, Mr. Reads a lot, was either killed or committed suicide in jail. She's now in jail. Uh -huh. Yeah, I wish you well. I'd wish you well. I'd wish a lot of people well. Good luck. Let them prove somebody was guilty. I mean, you do know that. Oh, she's so you're guilty. saying you hope she doesn't die in jail? Is that what you mean by wish her well? Her boyfriend died in jail, and people are still trying to figure out how did it happen? Was it suicide? Was he killed? And I do wish her well. I'm not looking for anything bad for her. I'm not looking bad for anybody. And they took that and I mean, she's a child, sex, alleged child sex trafficking. a big deal. But all it is is her boyfriend died. He died in jail. Was he killed? Was it suicide? I do. I wish her well. That sounded like a veiled threat to me, really, uh, it, on, on further examination. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, and for him to traffic in the conspiracy theory, he he just kind of shot stopped short of saying that you know the Clintons had him suicided, you know. Hmm. So well, yeah, go ahead, Joe. I just talk about twisted logic. <laughs> I mean, a pretzel would have a hard time keeping up with that. Really, you know, the mustard yeah, would run be, away. He should be selling it. At uh, Aunt Annie's, yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, really, worst pretzels ever. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, Miles, yeah. what was your takeaway from that one? Yeah, that's just, um, yeah, that's just Trump. He, he, he got you know. So he's made the quote. He knows he can't get out of it, and so he's just going with the well. You're innocent until proven guilty. Blah blah blah. But. That's not that's not what he's like. Remember when he debated Clinton, and he's like, "Well, if I'm president, you're going to jail." Yeah, no trial, no nothing, Boop, no proof of any kind of criminal activity whatsoever. Now we know of all all of Trump's crimes. Uh, well, uh, well pre as the, president, tax records are coming out. Boop. I hope so. I hope there's something there. So uh, yeah, th there's a big uh, question mark lingering about how he was able to afford his Scotland properties. Uh, that I hope blows up. Uh, I think I saw something on Forbes about that. Um, oh, that's news to me. Yeah, I, I just saw it right before the show tonight. Um, but yeah, they, yeah, look up uh, Trump Scotland properties um, uh, here. Okay. Uh, and uh, Joe, uh, uh, final thought before we uh, go to the break and I play a song dedicated to my little bat buddy. <laughs> go ahead and play your song. I'd rather hear the song. <laughs> well, well, we'll pick up on the on the uh, Axios interview with Jonathan Jonathan Swan and a pile of pig shit uh, when we come back. <laughs> um, and <laughs> uh, yeah, more methane than you can huff, everybody. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, here we go. Dedicated to my little uh, my little winged my membrane winged friend who has been paying a visit to me the last couple nights. We're going to play uh, Harewolf's Dracula's Magic Ring of Power. Um, and we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after Turn this. Up the Night with Kenny Pick. A smooth-talking, jive-talking street thug. KennyPick.com
Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here. Really? Yes, it's just that simple. Listen to the Bradcast every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern right here on Radio for Humans. Please visit radioforhumans.com and bradblog.com. Let it all hang out. Oh, wow. That, to me, is extremely exciting. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. The Tim Coromel Show, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. and Tuesdays at 10.15 p.m. Eastern after Turn Up the Night on RadioForHumans.com. Boom, boom, shakalaka, goes right there. Hi, this is Jody Hamilton of the From the Bunker podcast, and you can hear our show Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern on Radio for Humans. Hi, this is Kenny Pick. You're not listening to Radio for Robots. This is Radio for Humans. I don't see you crying, robot. Why? Why was I programmed to feel pain? Radioforhumans.com. Robot. 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 Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Boston. Thank you, Port St. Lucie. And of course, thank you, Washington, D.C. We had rain on a little bit earlier tonight, but she uh, is taking the rest of the night off. And we'll, uh, she'll probably be back with us on Friday. Uh, but of course, uh, hello, dudes. Welcome back. And Michelle. Michelle is there. Hi. Um, so, and I know you always love hearing Dracula's Magic Ring of Power. And you know what? Um, Michelle, um, uh, I, I have not listened to my guitar solo on that in forever because usually I just come back like right at the tail end of it for my break and I heard it and I was like, wow, I actually did a pretty good job on that solo. Um, you know, it's not a virtuoso solo, but it's pretty good. So I love it. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, you're making me blush. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, welcome back guys. We have more of this Axios audio that I want to get to. Um, and my God, it, this stuff just was everywhere today. I, I mean, it, CNN, like they, they, they were like, we were like, oh my God, you know, it, it, there, is this, is this real life? And they played like almost the entire interview uncut just because they were like, listen to this shit. 
in his own words, uncut, hmm. no sound bites. You know, Kate Baldwin uh, was was playing it uh, this uh, this morning, and was like, "There you have it, folks." Insane. So uh, that brings us to that we've got four clips left. Uh, I think they're all relatively short, but uh, some are long, of course. But uh, we we now move on to Portland. What Jonathan Swan wanted to move on to uh, what eight audio clips ago. <laughs> Um, and, uh, you know, but Trump, of course, you know, uh, 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 Miles stuck his foot in it and decided to keep talking about testing, testing part dope, part duh, and part twit. Uh, so that's, uh, the Trump numerical system there. Um, and unless anybody has any, a better one for one, I think dope, duh, and twit is good for one, two, three. Um, but uh, but yeah, so here's um, here's uh, the him talking about what's going on in Portland. Let's move to Portland. Um, I'm sure you've seen the disturbing footage of people in fatigues beating the no, Navy no, no, veteran. No, 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 no. Well, here you go. There. The fake news. It's not fake no, news. No. It's on video. It's real. Pepper spraying him. Nine days. These people were anarchists and agitators and some peaceful protesters. protesters. A lot of peaceful anarchists. protesters. Okay. These people were beating protesters. the hell out of the city. They were beating up our federal buildings Jesus and our federal Christ. courthouse. We told the police to stop it. You make sure. And the police wouldn't do it. Not the police. Your own Justice Department and Homeland Security inspectors. You just bashed the police, but. Your inspector generals are that. investigating unconstitutional. You're trying now to blame law enforcement instead of anarchists. You just did. Instead of Antifa. I'm not. It's Antifa. Oh and God. anarchists that are causing the problems, not law enforcement. Our law enforcement, if we didn't have people at our courthouse, and they're strong, tough people, and they don't want, they, they try and be very good, believe me. But <laughs> if we didn't have people there, you would have your federal courthouse, $600 million courthouse. building. You would have that thing burned to the ground. Right I'm now. asking you about tactics and about the unmarked vans where they're rounding people up. And I want okay, to, let me I want tell you, to, let me tell you just finish my question. Well, let just, me tell you about Can I just finish my question? Because it relates to this, I promise. This is from Rand Paul, quote, we cannot give up liberty for security. Local law enforcement can and should be handling these situations in our cities, but there is no place for federal troops or unidentified federal agents rounding people up at will. What is your response to Senator Paul? First of all, these are Homeland Security people. Oh my They're securing God. a courthouse. They're Border Patrol. They're, they're Homeland Security. Elite units. Border. Unmarked. Hopefully they have ice Hopefully gas they bars. have ice. Now, do you know why they're unmarked? Because oh. these uh, terrorists... Okay, you're going to love this. Because they're why, illegal why? and in violation yeah. of the Geneva Conventions? Yeah, yeah. Why they're unmarked? Why are they unmarked? Oh my God. The, the rationale here insane because I, I haven't looked it up but i am certain that un unmarked and uninsigniated uh uniform troops being used against civilians is against the rules of war yeah i mean a last name i'm almost and certain of it a last name and an identifiable like uh, identifiable serial number or badge number something like that that's the trump is is like i mean listen listen to what he says here listen uh, this is this is so fucking maddening these antifa people these antifa. people that are is antifa in the room with you right now karen antifa. anarchists and agitators when they see the name on a uniform of a of a person a policeman or a law enforcement person they find out where that person lives <laughs> and then they go and they scare the hell out of the person's family boogity boogity and boogity so they do it for that reason it's just common there's nothing secret about this 
and you know it. You see but it there what's is. going on right now. We have Chad Wolf. They have people. He's doing a fantastic job. He's the acting head. He's doing a fantastic job. Chad Wolf has pickets out. Very dangerous-looking people outside of his house. He's going to be <laughs> just fine. He's tough, and he's got people. But if you have the names on all of these uniforms, listen, listen. you'll have these maniacs <laughs> in front of their houses. Mean? Listen. Uh, scaring their family and their wives and or husbands, whatever it may be. I think it's a very good reason not to have your name. Why should you have identification? My name is right here. Bill Smith, and here's where I live, and I'm a member. What? The really serious concern is... No, no, that's <laughs> a, no, no, no not that's about that. Serious the serious concern, concern is, is, is the reports of people being rounded I just, up. And I, not I just want to say, I think it's very, very good that in Trump's America... Uh, law enforcement agents' uh, uh, n- uh, personal street addresses have been moved, removed from their uniforms. Thank you, Trump. <laughs> Thank you for that and letting us say Merry Dude. Christmas again, you fucking moron. <laughs> and directions, and they have directions to their house. Yeah, a map on the back of their. Oh, uniform. exactly, and a kick me yeah. sign. <laughs> and, 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 and how many kids they have? Their picture, what schools? Yeah, they go to. pets, social security yeah. number, <laughs> you know, oh, credit Jesus. card numbers. I mean, you it, know, there's a reason police have badge numbers. Yeah, right. There's a, because because yeah. so you can identify them, so that if you did have to go to court or you did have to file a complaint, they're obligated to let you know who the officer was. Not only that, but to prevent impersonators of mm-hmm. well, sure. Yeah. sure, very important, which is sure. a federal you, crime. If, if if an unmarked car pulled behind you and some guy with no identification got out, would you get out of the car? Would you? I mean, that's geez, put my fucking foot on the gas is what I'd do. That's right. Um, and yeah. half it's me, a woman. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, that, yeah. that's important to remember, too. So, because, yeah. you know, people creeps do that all the time. Sexual sure. predators. Um, sure. But uh, here, here's the last 20 seconds of those clips. told why they're being detained. That's what's being investigated. Why? By. Mr. President, the, the inspectors generals. The inspectors generals. You know why? You know why they're being detained? Well, yeah. There's I mean, an investigation. Are you, do you support that investigation? Well, I haven't seen the result yet. But Let do you support the, the, the initiative of it? No, I think that actually, I think Antifa should be investigated, not the law enforcement. Uh, Oh, my God. Antifa's not even a thing. Christ. Oh, my God, I don't care. What do you mean Antifa's not a real thing? I belong to the uh, the employees of Antifa uh, Facebook page. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Then there was a whole generation of Antifa people to put on uniforms and went to Germany and fought a war, as I recall. They should be investigated. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's no organization called Antifa. (laughs) Jesus. It's my family business. One of my great uncles went ashore uh, on Omaha Beach. So I'm just carrying on the family tradition. Yeah. Well, you know, my father, my father in law, they fought in Germany. (laughs) You know, I mean, I mean, my father was Antifa. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least I thought the whole generation was. You know, my you, uncles yeah. were all Antifa. Yeah. I mean, they were all in Italy yeah. and all over Europe. Uh, Antifa. You know, well, I, I I belong to a Facebook group called uh, a group where we pret- pretend to work for Antifa Inc. <laughs> and oh, um, Jesus. they have oh, really oh, hilarious please. posts. And by the way, uh, the uh, the name for a member of uh, Antifa is Conrad. 
uh, instead of comrades, it's Conrad's. So, um, so what, what is the opposite of Antifa? Fa. Uh, <laughs> Pro-fa. Right. Pro-fa. Yeah. Pro-fa. <laughs> Pro-fa. <laughs> so when he calls me Antifa, right? I'm going to call him Pro-fa, you know. <laughs> Uh, oh no! So fucking stupid. But yeah, he, well, there's, it, there's there's fine people on both sides. Oh god! I can't, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <I'm> <laughs> uh, but no, that's a funny group. If you feel like joining it, it's hilarious. They uh, they, they they post fake pictures of like the leaders of Antifa, and they've got like <laughs> this guy with a saxophone. This is the leader of Antifa in Portland, Oregon. He's sounding the <laughs> war horn, and it's this guy's got like a mullet and gold <laughs> chains on. It's funny. But uh, but yeah, um, I've done a couple posts over there. Usually, I answer people's questions like about you know if there's or if there are fees involved in uh, Antifa gold level and things like that. So I'll go and answer people's <laughs> questions and let them know about you know the different you know benefit levels you know and it's like you know uh, you know there there's a great retirement plan and uh, investment portfolio that you can you know uh, do. But it, when you get to uh, when you get to um, uh, cobalt level Antifa, you're asked to pay a small fee for your uh, weaponry and supplies. But the good news is it's tax deductible. So, yeah. So, so it's basically Antifa fanfic. <laughs> it's like alternate yeah. alternate universe, uh, you know. And I always put Antifa like Antifa Gold Program TM and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, here's a, here's the last one about uh, uh, Portland from uh, from Dummy Boy. They're investigating. They, should, they shouldn't be investigating. Have you been watching television? Have you, have you been, been watching the, the violence? Sure. And the, now, if you watch I NBC, news, like I watch NBC fake news, I'm watching it. Lester Holt, real beauty, and I'm watching this NBC News sham. And you have a mayor named Wheeler. And he's standing out there and he's being accosted by the people. You know that. Being, I mean, it's horrible what they're doing to him. Portland, the mayor of Portland. And he thought he'd go out, he'd be a What they were doing and saying and everything else to him, I happened to watch it on a different station. He had to get out. He had five security oh, guards. He got out with his life. Okay. Mr. President. If you watch, wait, if yeah. you watch NBC News, they make him like he's standing there bravely fighting with the people in a positive sense that everything is wonderful. No. He went out there. He's lucky he got away with his life because they would have killed him. He had five guards, but NBC News showed it like he's standing with the people for justice. Look, those people, take a look at the, what they've done to the courthouse. Take a look at what they've done to the streets. Take a look at the violence. It's this getting is, worse since they've gone in. It's, no, it's actually, worse. it's getting better. We had a very good, we've arrested a lot of people, and we now have a 10-year rule. You knock down, you try and knock more down More businesses damaged, more you violence. You touch our courthouse, you go to jail for 10 years. Turning to the rest of the country, we haven't seen protests like this since the 60s. I mean, we're seeing... These are democrats Well, just, if, you, if I could finish my question. Cities, if I could finish my question. And they're doing it for political reasons. <laughs> God, he's so stupid. Hmm. And you're not doing any of what you're doing for political reasons. No, no showboating, no. Uh, yeah. fascistic showboating. That, that, there. That, that mayor, that mayor he referenced, is that the same guy that got tear gassed by the feds? Oh yeah, but he was saying that yeah. he barely got out with his life. Yeah, yeah from his his stormtroopers. Yeah, really. Yeah. So well, I I don't know, gentlemen. Massachusetts is probably the bluest state in the union, and I work in I'm. 
Democrat-controlled city, Mayor Marty Walsh, city of fine city of Boston, one of, you know one of the best cities in the country. I, 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 I I'm just mm. not seeing it. Yeah. So, uh, oh, I do have a good and Joe, you're you're gonna like this uh, as a, uh, a sports fan, a baseball fan in particular. Uh, there's an announcement over on uh, oh, uh, on uh, the Antifa Inc. website. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I want to, so I'm gonna go ahead. Uh, let me cue up the sports jingle. But here we go. Announcement: Softball sign up below. Why just bash the fash when you can bash a ball? Practice using baseball bats to hit things really hard. Improve your aim for throwing back tear gas canisters. Build camaraderie as we bring back the Carl Ripken tournament trophy. Please, <laughs> please comment your name and what position you would like to try out for on the roster. And I put center field, please. Um, so, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, I, I, that's the kind of stuff I love. This shit. This is this is hysterical. Um, but uh, yeah. So th there's a. Uh, <laughs> you have anyway. to be in the platinum level to play, though. Um, I think I think copper. Uh, copper, you, you can you can try out when you're copper yeah. level, you know, but not yeah. like uh, not nickel plate. Uh, nickel plate level, you you <laughs> still got you got to earn some stripes. Um, so uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> I love this. LAPD uh, did a tweet. Um, As an organization, we are now and always have been firmly against Antifa. Whatever the opposite of Antifa, that's what we are. <laughs> Jesus God. God. How dumb are they? <laughs> oh, it's not. Oh, it's LAPD unreal. It's it's a fake uh LAPD oh. thing. So never mind, never mind. Um so anyway, yeah, this is uh the, the this is a fun website. Check it out. A group where we pretend to work at Antifa Inc. Join up, make your own posts, uh mock the right, <clears throat> and then when they find us, we'll see what they say. So um Anyway, uh, oh, and their header image says, hey, uh, HR director of Antifa here, if you have any questions about your Soros checks, CIA-funded weapons, or other terrorism-related information, we just put out new pamphlets next to the coffee maker and Mark's bust. Um, you can also reach me at extension 1312. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, uh, oh, where is it? Um, but I may be busy getting abortions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, anyway, and there's an, a message from the president. Hey, guys, president and CEO of Antifa here. I tried to change our name to avoid the president's classification as a terrorist group, but the name I chose was Al Nursa Front, and then the CIA immediately gave us 500 B BGM tow anti-tank missiles and two Bearcats. <laughs> I regret the error. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good that's good um so uh anywho uh yeah let's go ahead and get back to the audio let's see what we have time for um we got two more um this is uh him talking about uh um uh police violence against anti er, against uh antifa no i'm sorry i meant to say i slipped but uh police violence uh disproportionate police violence against african-americans um, and Trump 
almost said something decent, but then it's like something flipped in his head, and he's like, no, 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 I'm sorry, I'm about to say something decent, and I can't. You said you've done so much for African-Americans. Oh, God. But, but there are Americans... Yeah, I understand. Reform, yeah, opportunity. But, but let me finish up. There are Americans out in the streets asking for change. Mr. President, have you ever met with a Black Lives Matter activist to hear them out, hear their arguments? Well, Black Lives Matter started off to me very badly because it was... Did you ever meet with one? In a pigs in a blanket, burn them like bacon. That was my first... The first time I ever okay. heard a black... That was three or four years ago. Right. Pigs, meaning policemen, pigs is what they're referring to, in a blanket, fry them like bacon. I thought it was... A, so I, I got off to a bad start. I got off to a very bad would start. You meet with a, so would you meet with a Black Lives Matter activist? I would, but I think right now when they paint, Why haven't you? When they paint the sign, nobody's asked for a meeting, right? I've never been... Nobody's ever asked me for a meeting. Let me tell you, with African Americans, I'm doing very well. They had the best employment numbers they've ever had. They had the best job numbers they've ever had. They were making more money than they ever made. We were all set until we got hit by China with the virus. Jonathan, there was actually, we were becoming a very do unified believe, country. Do you believe Because though, of success. I understand. Do, do you believe, though, Mr. President, that many police treat black people differently from white people? Well, I hope not. I hope not. It's certainly the... The uh, you've seen the statistics. The knee on the neck was a disgrace. Okay, yeah, it was a disgrace. I'm talking about what does systemic racism mean to you? Uh, I hope the answer to that question is no. Do I? Does anybody really answer that question accurately? But what does about not hope? Really what about analysis? What's your cold-hearted? Uh, I have view seen of it? where there is a difference, and I don't want there to be a difference. I don't okay. like that there would be a difference. But with that being said, why do you think black men are two and a half times white people? I know, but why do you think black in men a larger number in, in quantities have killed? But, white but why do you think black men are two and a half times more likely to be killed by police than white? Uh, men? That I don't know, but uh, why? I don't, why do I don't like it. But you must have thought why? about it. Why? I don't do you know, know why, but I don't like it. I do know this. Does it speak to something systemic? Police have killed many white people also. But Jesus. proportionately, what, what, what does it speak to? Uh, yeah. It speaks to something, if that's the number, you're telling it is the me a number. number. Okay, if that's the number, uh, it speaks okay, to something Mr. Reads that a lot. to me is unacceptable. And what do you do about it then? Well, I think we've already done a lot but of But you haven't. Things. It still let me, exists. Let me just tell you. No, no, I, I understand your achievements. I know what you're going to say. I'm not suggesting you haven't done a lot I've done economically. I've criminal justice I get it. reform. I'm just saying what changes... President Obama... Unrelated. He's not my friend. I'm, tried, I'm asking about that he statistic. He tried, but he couldn't get it I'm done. Not, I got criminal I get justice reform. I get it. Republicans. I got opportunity zones. I took care of the historically black... You know, if you look at... If you look at what I've done for colleges... Window dressing. Black all of it. colleges and universities... I got them funding. Obama never did it. I did more for the black community than anybody with the possible exception of Abraham Lincoln. Jesus Whether you like it or Christ. not, people say, oh, that's you really be <laughs> You believe you did more than Lyndon Johnson, who passed the Civil I Rights Act? I think I did, yeah. How? Because I How got criminal justice reform done. I got prison reform. Lyndon Johnson. I've done things. Window dressing. Done, well, he passed the ask, Civil Rights ask, Act. How has it worked out? If you take a look at what Lyndon Johnson did, you think the Civil Rights Act was a mistake? How has it worked out? Because frankly, it it took a long time. But for African Americans, but you under think that my was a administration, Jonathan, <laughs> under my administration, African Americans were doing better than they had ever done in the history of this country. So I did a lot. Job numbers, all of the money. They had money. They were getting great. Their their percentage was was up. Their housing ownership was up. They did better than they've ever done I just until don't know we how got you hit. Can. And now, you know what we're doing? I'm building it up again. We're going to have it. Next year will be a great year, unless it's screwed up by somebody that doesn't know what he's doing. Which like could you? Happen. 
but I don't think it will. Uh, well, yeah. if, if Biden's not elected, it's going to keep getting fucked up like you. Everything Trump says he's done for African-Americans is it's building off of what President Obama already did for the economy and a lot of his criminal justice reform stuff. It's it's really just window dressing unless you attack the root of, of the problem, which is the failed war on drugs, which Republicans never want to do. You know, it, 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 you you're never ever ever going to fix this problem. So he might have signed a couple things, criminal justice reform. Oh, totally. To- he didn't change that much. It's all lies. It's all lies. He did it because what Kanye West and Kim Kardashian were like, we're famous. We like you. Oh, you do? Okay, let me do some, you know, let me put lipstick on a pig for you. You know? That's kind of what he did. Sorry, I wasn't talking about cops. Um, that was Trump who called uh, police pigs in the in the uh, thing. Uh, but, uh, oh, do the liar drop. I don't know which liar drop I have. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, he's a... Uh, let me see. Uh, oh, here. Oh, here. I got this one. You're a liar, Trump. There we go. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, that's a good one. I love that show. Trackdown. You're a liar, Trump. Yeah. You're a liar, Trump. But, you know, I mean, this is, uh, you know, I, I mean, he has done nothing substantial for people of color in this country. Uh, uh, just quite the opposite. Yeah, and now we're looking at it, the way he dealt with the pandemic and the way he dealt with, you know, real issues, you know, and the way he pussyfooted around the, the you know, systemic racism in uh, law enforcement, you know, he almost tried to land it there, but then he's like, oh, that's what you say, that's what you say. You don't know that one simple statistic about police brutality against uh you know or excessive force or killings you know of african americans the hands of police is what you know uh you know two and a half uh, well yeah two and a half times more likely than a white person being killed yeah and if you and if and and let's not forget uh uh, systemic racism in medicine which is manifesting itself right now yeah exactly you know, the only only place where systemic racism is helped is in, uh, and I've talked about this on the show before, is the um, uh, the uh, uh, the oxycodone uh, scourge. Doctors are less likely to give you know uh, oxy to African Americans because they think they'll take it and sell it on the streets. So mm-hmm. African Americans aren't dying like all the uh, dare I say white trash Trump voters that they're trying desperately to save with the be best program that has failed. Hmm. The best so. retort to that interview when he was going on about what he did for the blacks was I don't, I don't know if you saw Eddie Glaude Jr. Uh, uh, no. on MS huh? No. I on MSNBC and he said he talks like a plantation owner who's been nice to his slaves. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I feel like. He says I feel like he's a plantation owner who's who's telling us how 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 nice he is to his slaves. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I'll pat you on the head and I'll you know give you you know. I did good for you guys. Now come on, I gave you a cabin. You get sandwiches. Come on. Yeah, I'll pat you on the head and you can have cake for dessert tonight. But you're still my slave. 
Um, but uh, yeah, all right. So uh, before we get to the last one, Trisec, what do you got on this one? Uh, I don't know. Just listening to that clip. Well, you called it. He actually sounded out of all the things I've listened to now. That was with him at his apparently most lucid. Seemed like he wanted to say something. And I, I don't know. Just and anything the president touches just goes completely off the rails. Yeah. We know that. Yeah, Miles, did you get that sense that he was trying to say the right thing but refused to? He is doing what um, Hal Sparks often uh, refers to as the gish gallop. It's okay. A, it's an argument tactic where you just talk and talk and talk and talk and you don't give the other person a chance to intercede. And you can hear the interviewer going, but that's not yeah. what about, but he's trying to get back to the one question and Trump just keeps talking and talking and talking and refusing mm-hmm. to yield the microphone back. He just holds on to the conch and just doesn't yield it. And so yeah, with that... Yeah. That sucks up the time until the interviewer gives up, and it'd be yeah. nice if an interviewer just held this guy's, you know, held his feet to the fire once and just tried to keep pressing for the answer. And and you know, it, a simple response of this: that's not the question. That's not the question. Yeah, that's not. That, that's just, a good. That's a good point. But I will. I will give him credit. Jonathan Swan, I think, held his own in this, knowing that did. they had limited time. Because yeah. this was a 37 minute mm-hmm. interview. I have a feeling it was supposed to be 30 minutes and it went over because Trump decided to keep talking about testing so goddamn much. So um, but uh, but yeah, so all right, uh, let's let's move to the the last one unless Joe, you had anything else to add to that? No, no, go ahead. All right, this one, um, uh, I'm sorry to say this is probably the most awful one for last, but I'm playing them in consecutive in um, um, consecutive order. Um, but, uh, uh, am I using the right word consecutive order? That, that doesn't seem right to me. I've been listening to Trump so much. I'm doubting the words that I'm using are correct. <laughs> you know, uh, consecutive order is right, right? Yeah. All right. So, uh, I'm sorry. It's, it's otherworldly right now. And I've had about three beers now. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, so here we go, uh, which is actually not a lot for a Tuesday. (laughs) Um, and, uh, but anyway, uh, here we go. Uh, this is, uh, this is the last one. And, um, Trump, uh, took a brief break to change into his petty pants about uh, the late, great American hero, John Lewis. John Lewis is lying in state in the U.S. Capitol. How do you think history will remember John Lewis? I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know John Lewis. Fuck you. Uh, he chose not to come to my uh, uh, inauguration. Uh, my birthday uh, he party. He chose. Uh, I, I, don't, uh, I never met John Lewis, actually. I don't believe. Do you find him impressive? Uh... I can't say one way or the other. I find a lot of people impressive. I find many people not impressive. But no, but I didn't. Did go. you find his story he impressive? Come, he didn't come to my inauguration. He didn't come to my State of the Union speech. <laughs> Shut that's up! Okay. That's his right. And again, wait, wait, nobody wait. has done more right. but, for but back black to Americans than I have. Oh, he should have come. Oh, I think shit. he made a big mistake. But, take, but taking come. your relationship with him out of it, do you find his story impressive? What he's done for this country? He was a person that devoted a lot of energy and a lot of heart to civil rights, but there were many others also. 
There's a petition oh to rename the Edmund Pettus Bridge oh. in Selma, Alabama as the John Lewis Bridge. Would you support that idea? I would, I would have no objection to it if yeah. they'd like to do it. Yeah, it's a good idea. Would have no objection to it whatsoever. Okay. Oh, finally, at the end mm. of the interview, he says, Oh, magnanimous. Fuck you. No, Jesus. No, just, just, I'm not even giving him hey, credit. Hey, Trump, fuck you. Yeah, you, in, in, seriously. <laughs> Shut up! Oh, my God, I don't care! Why did, I, he had to bring up the inauguration. Mm-hmm. And I had the biggest crowd. Yeah. Biggest crowd. Yeah. Big, bigger than, bigger than Lincoln. I mean, if Again, John Lewis showed up. He would have beaten Obama's record. Uh, yeah, that, obviously. Power of positive. I was thinking. one short. Yeah, one short. Power of positive thinking about me. John Lewis made a yeah. mistake because I've done so much for African. So much more than John Lewis. There were other people that did stuff. John Lewis. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck I, have my, you I, I find a lot of people impressive. That Ghislaine Maxwell girl. Oh, yeah. She's impressive. So is she's semen, impressive. semen, demon, demon, semen lady. Uh, you know, yeah. she's very impressive. Yeah. Stella Emanuel. Dr. Yeah. Stella Emanuel. <laughs> yes. Un-fucking-believable. So there you go. Yeah. That was the entire interview with the exception of the uh, the hellos and goodbyes. <laughs> we, we, we got through the whole thing tonight, and we're seven minutes over, and I don't want to keep everybody because I know try has a job um and miles i know has the day off um but uh and he's all jacked up on mountain dew i'm sure so uh (laughs) but anyway anyway let's go ahead and uh, start doing our parting shots if you have to get rolling try uh i know it's late uh we'll let you do your okay all right well well go ahead uh, do your parting shot and we'll uh we'll start wrapping things up I had said it, I think, last week when uh, John Lewis was actually lying in state president. Never mind that it was John Lewis. He didn't even have the common decency to respect a sitting member of Congress. Sad, petty, insignificant little man. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you're right. You're right. I mean, there's there's nothing... Uh, yeah. And the question shouldn't be, what is history going to think of John Lewis? You know, I I I, am, I I wonder what a generation from now what they're gonna you know my my presumed future grandchildren, Grandpa, what were you thinking? How did you elect Trump? I don't know. Yeah, you- I, I don't know. I got nothing. Uh, Michelle, did you want to did you want to chime in on all this stuff while while, while you're uh uh in the sidecar there? Sure. Frack, frack, frack Trump. <laughs> well, frack him all to heck and back. Well, I could I could uh, get uh, Jennifer Lawrence to help you out with that, too. Hey, Trump, fuck you. There you go. Yeah, but I, I don't use the F word. I use the frack word. I admire that. So uh, you're very BSG hmm. in that sense. So uh, Battlestar Galactica, folks. Um, <laughs> the reboot. Uh, the reimagined and uh, all right, uh, Miles, what's your what do you have on the way out? All right, so as much of a dog and pony show as this interview was for Trump, it's only going to get worse. The polls are going to get worse. It, they're the polls will have to get worse. It, it it's not going to get better. 
it might. All right, I'll, re, I'll let me amend that. It might tighten up a little bit, as things do right now. But when you compare where we were in 2016 at this point in the uh, in the in the, in the election with with Clinton, where we are now with Biden, oh, it's bad. It's really yeah. bad for. It's, get it's, out and vote, though. Still. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And don't oh, get happy, God. like Bob Seska says. Just so. overwhelm them with so much that there is no contesting it. There, he, he can't just go, oh, Florida's bad. Can't, can't. It. Nope. Because you don't need Florida. He, he got, Biden will get the 270 with <laughs> a half a dozen mm-hmm. other states. You know, and if, so it's, yeah. And if you, you can, if you can financially swing it, everybody, I think I've donated three times to the Biden campaign. I know Joe's donated about the same. Uh, I can't speak for anybody else, but if you can if you can afford to donate, uh, please do. I've been fortunate enough that I've been getting the expanded unemployment, and we haven't had to touch our stimulus money either. Um, and I've been earning some money on the side selling collectibles and whatnot. So I'm just like, you know what? We're not putting gas in our tank and driving around like we used to. We're not eat out, eating out at restaurants. I can donate, you know, what it would cost for a, a nice night out or a couple full tanks of gas. And, you know, no sweat, you know, and, and the same goes with if any of our friends have like fundraisers or anything like that, you know, because uh, I know some people are going to be are hit here and there where I think we're going to be working on getting living set up with uh, something soon, too. So okay. drop me a line about that living and, you know, other people that, that might be struggling during this. Uh, but we, well. Yeah, we, yeah, exactly. I, we, we've been talking about it, uh, but I, I need an update from him. So we started talking about it last week. Um, he needs to get some paperwork and stuff taken care of, some bank information and whatnot, so we can get it set up for him. But, um, yeah, so, uh, but unless you just want to put your social in the chat room, Liv, and I could handle it for you. Um, so, <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, but, yeah, and uh, uh, Joe, uh, what do you got for us? Well, it's funny you were mentioning... Um, <clears throat> Uh, Trump's uh, Scottish uh, uh, holdings and uh, the fact that the Scottish lawmakers are now looking into money laundering on behalf of Trump in his Turnberry and Aberdeenshire uh, mm. golf resorts. And uh, so, I when you mentioned that, you said you you heard you saw it just before the show. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I looked on Mother Jones, mm. and uh, sure enough, they, yep, they are investigating him for potential money laundering. But here's there was a, a funny side note to this story that I have to just read this part for you because you'll get a kick out of it. Uh, early promo, early. This is from Mother Jones. Early promotional materials for Aberdeenshire carried with it uh, purported to be the Trump's clan baronial crest. Baronial. Which is three. Baronial. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, baronial, baronial, yeah. Gotcha. Baronial, yeah. Well, it turned out that way. Three lions <laughs> under an armored fist, brandishing a spear and surrounded by a flourish of red and white feathers. <laughs> it was no surprise, a fake. No. Wow. Wow. Wait, wait, it gets no better. Shit. Trump had cribbed the coat of arms from Joseph Edward Davies, whose wife had built Mar-a-Lago and who had legitimately been granted the crest in the 1930s. Oh, my God. He had made only minor changes, mm-hmm. erasing the Davies family motto of integratis, integrity, and replacing it with Trump. <laughs> 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 which, is, which, is, which is the direct opposite. Okay, 
he had used the doctored crest for You're years. Sorry, go ahead. He had used the doctored, cr doctored crest for years to peddle all sorts of products, from ties to beach towels, and it was plastered across his U.S. properties. But that didn't fly in Scotland. For centuries, the country has had an office devoted to making sure people do not claim someone else's family name. And after it determined that Trump was indeed displaying a stolen coat of arms, he was barred from using it. I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> That's it. awesome. Hey, it's uh, Scotland, yeah. a country particularly resistant to his brand of flim flam. <laughs> Hey, fun fact, on my mom's side, the Buchanan side of the family, which, yeah, that's how Scottish I am, is no Buchanan, it's Buchanan. Um, I'm related I'm related to Mary, Queen of Scots. She, she did the, uh, the lineage. Uh, so, I got a coat of arms, Trump. I got a tartan. Yeah, what Miles, you got? Miles has a coat of arms as well. He has. You, he actually has a book designated to him. Uh, he knows awesome. where his the Lagan, arm is. The Lagan name goes all the way back to uh, William the Conqueror. Yeah. When he invaded England nice. in 1088. Nice. Yep. So, huh? but yeah, I'm, so. I'm a member in good standing of the McLaren clan. Oh, very nice. Clan McLaren. Uh, McLaren. No, I can't say. I'm a member Indeed. in good standing <laughs> of the the Cosa Nostra. <laughs> yeah, well, I and dig I it. have no idea where have a tartan. my family came from. So, and we don't have a tartan, but we have knives. <laughs> yeah, so your oh, do well, your dogs have knives. Too, so watch out. <laughs> your dogs yeah, have. Well, my dog has Come an AR-15. My my dog has yeah, a well. gun. <laughs> see, how, see how far your knife will get with my dog. <laughs> what, what's that? What's that, Michelle? I said, I have no idea where my family came from, but I know that Joe's collies have knives, so I'm scared. Yes, and that's guns. true. And guns. Well, and, and now, since that whole Antifa slip-up, Sharky's getting a bear cat. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we got to go. Uh, my parting shot, uh, not a whole heck of a lot. Uh, uh, you know, this is, uh, this is a surreal time. Everybody, you got to take care of one another. Take care of yourself. Uh don't dwell on this stuff, but you know this one. This one, I thought was important because I thought that this was the biggest train wreck of an interview I've ever seen. I don't yeah. see how uh, you know. I know his supporters will spin it, but I don't know any of them anymore. So <laughs> it's gonna be. It'll have to be in the funny papers wherever I catch up with that shit. Um, but yeah, everybody, uh, be well, be safe. We'll see everybody on Friday. Check out all the, all the other programs. And yeah, if you haven't had a chance to, our show, our new show, Geeky Gals and Guys on Sundays has a little something for everybody. And, uh, we're going to be doing fun top 10 lists. Uh, we're going to be doing top 10 superheroes next Sunday, among other things. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and everybody's list is always different. Had a lot of fun last time. Uh, dad listened to it and he even liked it and, you know. Uh, he, we were talking about things that he was hadn't known about, but was interested in. So we have the ability to talk about something you might not know about and, uh, you can enjoy listening along and thank you to everybody who did listen because, uh, we, we had a, a nice spike on our second episode. So yeah, episode three is coming up this Sunday and, uh, of course, check out Paul's memory bank and, oh shit, we're preempting the Tim Carmel show, which is coming up right now. We got to end the show. We'll see everybody on Friday. Oh, that's the wrong damn thing.
That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Have you been watching television? Time to change. You're a liar, Trump.